The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Father, two, three, four, five, seven, the CPNF train. Look, Sigmund! Look at the sky! The planet's on fire! It is just as you prophesized! The planet of our solar system incinerating! Like flaming globes, Sigmund! Like flaming globes! South Africa has too many political parties. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It is what it is. Right? And listen, bro. Listen. That is how a democratic nation is supposed to be. Right? Anybody should be free to start a fucking political party. But let's keep it a buck. Most of you niggas shouldn't be in politics. I'm just saying. I mean, bro. We've got so many political parties in South Africa that these dumb fucks are starting to run out of collars. Legit, bruv, they're starting to run out of collars. Let's just be, yo, fam, hey, what's going on? I saw some political party, I think it's called Action SA or some shit. These motherfuckers, their party colors are neon green. I mean, bruh, huh? Neon green? I mean, brah, like, fam, listen, I know that South Africa is the rainbow nation, right? We are a beautiful people. We are a colorful country. The country's fucking gay. Let's just keep it a buck. The country's gay. We are known as the rainbow nation, right? The country's gay. Even the straight niggas are out here just gaying it up, right? It is what it is. It is what it is. Our country is gay. Happy. Our country is gay. Hey, bottom, top. It is what it is. I'm just saying. Right? We got too many political parties, bruv. Motherfuckers are starting to run out of collars. Oy, oy, oy. You know? I don't know, bruv. You feel me? I really don't fucking know. I saw people protesting. You know, motherfuckers are complaining about the ANC again. What's new? Like in South Africa, what the fuck is new? Right? Motherfuckers are complaining about the ANC. Bruv, we know that the ANC is corrupt. It is what it is. 
You feel me? It is what it is. Like, you know, I, I really don't know why some of you motherfuckers are so surprised. You know, some of y'all are too surprised. Right? Some of you motherfuckers are so surprised that I'm now surprised that you guys are surprised. I'm surprised by your uh, surprisedness. <laughs> right? Legit. I am surprised by the fact that you motherfuckers are surprised. Facts. I mean, bro, let's just be honest. We all know what South Africa is. We all know what this country is. Right? South Africa is a failed experiment. That's what South Africa is. Right? South Africa is a fucking Mickey Mouse country that's ran by a bunch of fucking losers. Right? Farmers. And scammers. Our leaders are scammers. Let's just keep it a buck. There's no difference between our leaders and fucking Bernie Madoff. Ah, oh, man. R.I.P. to a real one. R.I.P. to a real nigga. Bernie Madoff was a real one. Legit, bruv. All facts, bruv. Yo, fam. Yo, yo, dude. Yo, dude. Bernie Madoff? Bernie made off. Listen, bruv. R.I.P. to Bernie. R.I.P. to Bernie, bruv. Legit. R.I.P. to Bernie, bruv. Yo. Yo, dude. Yo, yo. Made off, man. Yo, listen. Listen. I look up to made off. You know why? Because he lived his truth. Right? And I fucks with people like that, bruv. I fucks with motherfuckers, right? Who go, yeah, listen, bruv. Listen, I'm a fucking criminal. Okay, I'm a fucking criminal and I'm going to present myself as such. I like that shit. Right? I like that shit because, listen, bruv, yeah, they are criminals, but they are honest about it. They are honest about it. Right? Politicians, though? Bruh, yo, politicians always lie about their fucking criminality. They always lie about it. They always trying to hide it. No, I'm not a criminal. No. No, I'm not looting. No, I'm not looting. No, I'm innocent. Look at my hands. Right? No blood on them. No blood on them. I'm not a killer. But don't push me. I'm not a killer, though. Right? Bernie Madoff. Listen, bro. Yo, Bernie Madoff was in your face. With his fucking criminal enterprise. He was like, listen, bruv, I'm scamming niggas and it is what it is. <laughs> we need more people like that. All facts, we need more people like that, bruv. I respect that shit. I really do. Which is why, in many ways, I respect Donald Trump. You feel me? I don't fuck with him. Right? But I respect him, bruv. I fucking respect him because he's honest about who he is. He's a fucking asshole. Does he lie here and there? Yeah, but he lies because it is what it is. That's who he is. He's a liar. Right? He lies because that's what he does. Why would he start telling the truth now? He's been lying for decades. I appreciate that shit, bro. R.I.P. Bernie Madoff. God damn it. <laughs> We keep on losing good people. It's crazy, bro. South Africa is a Mickey Mouse country. We know what's up over here. We know what this shit is. Right? 
we are an empire that just failed to take off. Right? We were supposed to be an empire. We were supposed to be the greatest African empire of all time. But we failed to take off. Right? And it is what it is, bruv. You win some and you lose some. You feel me? You win some and you lose some. Right? Now we have a bunch of fucking, you know, cartoon characters for politicians. You feel me? We have a bunch of fucking Kool-Aid colored political parties. Motherfuckers are out here running around like headless chicken. What the fuck is going on over here? It's a fucking circus. It's a circus. Jesus fucking Christ. It's a fucking circus. Right? Hence I get so fucking annoyed when Americans go, Oh, I'm going to Africa to go find myself. I'm going to Africa to go learn about Tulsa and Zolo. Right? I hate that shit, bruv. There's nothing to learn over here, bruv. Right? You are American. Right? Just fucking celebrate that shit. Love that shit. Stop trying to find your African roots. Right? Stop trying to find your African roots. Motherfuckers be like, oh, I think I'm from Ghana. No, you are not. You are from Boston. Love that shit. Celebrate that shit. You are from North Carolina. Love that shit. You are from Philadelphia, bruv. It is what it is. Salam alaikum. Right? Love that shit. Celebrate that shit. Cop yourself a fucking Philly cheesesteak and call it a day. But nah. Motherfuckers want more than that, right? They want more than that. They want to find themselves in Africa. Oh, I'm going to Senegal. Don't go to Senegal, right? Don't go to Senegal. Oh, I want to go to Mozambique. Ha! Mozambique is a fucking bloodbath. ISIS is here, bruv, right? ISIS is here. Mozambique is basically the fucking Middle East. Mozambique is now a caliphate. Stay in America. Stay in America, bruv. Ramadan Karim. Abdulillah. Salam alaikum. Legit, <laughs> bruv. Inshallah, bismillah. Stay over there. Right? Stay over there. Rest in peace, Bernie Madoff. Oh, fuck. Fuck. We keep losing real ones, bro. We keep, we just keep it, like, bro, like, I don't know, bro. This shit needs to stop, bro. Right? This shit needs to stop. South Africa is a fucking joke. You know? South Africa is a fucking joke, bro. Artists over here are out here just fucking occupying government buildings. Why? Because word on the street is... The Department of Arts and Culture released some funds for artists, right? For all South African artists. Where it is, the Department of Arts and Culture released around 300 million rands, right? And where it is, this money didn't make it to the intended recipients, right? Which are the fucking artists. This money didn't make it to the fucking artists. Where it is, the money just fucking disappeared. Right? <laughs> the money 
just fucking poof, disappeared. Bruh, listen, listen. David Copperfield ain't got nothing on South Africa. Okay? Bruh, our politicians are magicians. Oh, that! Our politicians are fucking magicians, bruh. 300 million rand, gone. It just fucking disappeared, bruv. It just fucking disappeared. Right? Word is the Department of Arts and Culture released the funds, right, to the National Arts Council. And then the money just got lost from there. <laughs> right? They released the funds to the National Arts Council. And then the money just fucking disappeared. Welcome to South Africa. Welcome to South Africa. Hey, yo, Vic Mansa. Vic Mansa. Welcome to South Africa. Right? Welcome to South Africa, bro. We got scammers over here. Okay? Okay, Vic? We got scammers over here. And you being an artist, bro, yo, you can relate to what's happening in South Africa right now. Artists get robbed all the time. America, they get robbed all the time. So, bruv, hey, feel at home, right? Feel at home. It is what it is. You feel me, bruv? Americana, South Africana, it's the same shit. It's the same fucking shit, right? Welcome home. Feel at home. Welcome to the fucking Rainbow Nation, right? Welcome to the gayest country on earth. Welcome to the Atlanta of countries. Feel at home, bruv. Legit. Fam, yo, I saw Vic Mensa on The Daily Show last week, right? Talking to Trevor Noah, right? And Vic Mensa was out there talking about Ghana, blah, 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 right? I went to Ghana and then I got the fucking opportunity to come to South Africa. And then I took it. I took that opportunity. I grabbed that opportunity, right? I came over here because I want to learn about Africa. That's what Vic Mensa said. He said he's here because he wants to learn about Africa. Listen, bruh, come on, bruh. That's fake news. And we all know it. Come on, Vic. Come on, buddy, buddy, buddy. Come on. Huh? Come on, bruh. You are not here to learn about Africa, right? You are here to fuck an African queen. It's all good. You are here because of African ass. And listen, bruv, it's all good. Right? It's okay, bruh. You can say it. You are here because you found love, right? In the fucking Kalahari. The jet, bruv. You found love in the fucking Sub-Saharan. It is what it is, bruh. Nigga out there lying. Oh, I, I, I came over here because I, I, I want to learn about Africa. Right? Come on, bruh. Right? Just be honest, fam. Listen, you are out here smashing Bantu cheeks. And it's all good, bruh. 
It's all good. Bantu cheeks are soft. Right? Bantu cheeks are fucking squishy. It's all good. Bantu cheeks shake like jello. And listen, listen, I don't blame you, Vic. I don't blame you. Listen, bruv, just don't lie. Okay? Oh, I went to Ghana to go learn because my family is over there. My family is Ghanaian. Hey, bruh. Listen, bruh. Don't fucking 23 and me the whole situation. Don't 23 and me the lie, bruh. Okay? It's all good. Oh, my family is from Ghana. Vic, Vic, Vicky. <laughs> listen, bruh. Listen. We all know what's up and it's all good. Right? You are here because you are smashing Bantu cheeks. Right? And it's all good. It's a beautiful thing. You feel me, bruv? Bantu cheeks brought you here. And it's fine. Right? I see you out there. You know what I mean? See you out there, right? Trying to learn Kosa and shit. Right? And bruv, yo, he pronounced Kosa the right way. With the fucking click at the beginning. Right? He hit the fucking click. He was like, Kosa. And Trevor Noah was fucking impressed. Trevor was like, whoa, whoa, he's really over there learning. He's in the fucking motherland learning. Right? Vic Mensa landed the fucking click, bruv. He landed it. He fucking landed it. Legit, he was like, I'm out here learning Kosa. He was like, Kosa. Shit, and I was like, listen, listen, hey, whoa, Nintendo Nonke Makai. Legit, bro, when he said that shit, I was like, whoa, wow, that shit is impressive. I was like, yo, dude, yo, yo, and listen, bro, for a few seconds, I was fooled. Legit, bro, I was fooled too. I was like, whoa, like, well, I think, I think he's being sincere about learning, like, he's really over here learning, right? And then, you know, and then I started, you know, looking at the fucking um, situation from a fucking rational perspective, right? I started thinking more rationally. And I was like, nah, man, come on, you are not here to learn, okay? You are not here to learn. Oh, listen, you know what? Maybe you are. Let me just give you the fucking benefit of the doubt. Maybe you are, right? You are out there smashing Bantu cheeks. And also, you are getting Bantu education, right? You are out there smashing Bantu cheeks all day, every day, right? Right? Right, and then you are also receiving some Bantu education. That right there, like, bruh, listen, it's so beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's, it's, fuck, it's beautiful, man. Fuck! It's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's amazing, right? It's, it's beautiful, man. Fuck, man. Like, damn, Vic Mensa, man. Yo, salute, man. Salute. You know? Salute. Uh, listen, bro, listen. Salute, man. You know? And, bro, yo, yo, speaking of sex, right? Like, bro, yo, 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 yo. Sex? Listen, fam, yo, that egg boy, like, yo. Yo, listen, sex is more dangerous than Vietnam in the 60s. 
Let's just call it what it is. Right? <sighs> Let's just be honest. Right? Let's just call sex what it is, bro. Right? That fucking act that Vic Mensa and Nadia Nakai are engaging in, bruh, yo, that shit is more dangerous than the fucking Vietnam War. Let's just be honest. Bruh, yo, listen. Sex is a fucking dangerous act. Legit. Sex is basically Abu Ghraib. Oh, yo, bruh, listen, yo, sex? Fam, listen, it gets dark. It gets dark. Legit. Legit, bruh, listen. You know, I read somewhere that, you know, oral sex, you know, might lead to, to throat cancer. Right? It might. You feel me? It may not be directly linked, but, yo, yeah, but there's a fucking link. There's a link. Where it is if your fucking girl has HPV? Oh, whoa, whoa, right? If your girl has HPV and then you decide, right, because you are a loving boyfriend or husband, and then you decide to go down on her, right? Listen, bruh, hey, I'm not saying you gonna die. But, bruh, listen, you gonna die. <laughs> okay? Bruh, listen to this shit right here. Oral sex does not directly cause throat cancer. But it can spread HPV. Right? And then, and then, and then. HPV can cause precancerous changes in cells that may lead to throat cancer later on. Bruh, an estimated 35% of cancers are infected with HPV. And then, smoking and alcohol consumption further increase the risk that an HPV infection will become cancerous. All I'm saying is, right? All I'm saying is, if you are engaging Right? In this very dangerous act called sex. If you're out there engaging in sexual acts, just, just make sure that, you know, you and the person you are engaging with, you know, don't have HPV. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Be careful out there, bruv. Yo, fam. Yo, dude. I know. I know that Vic Mensa found love. Right? He found love in the fucking bush felt. I know. But yo, Vic, yo, yo, be careful out there. Same goes to Nariana Kai. Be careful out there. Right? Be careful. That's what I'm saying. Be careful. Right? As long as you kids are having, you know, clean, you know, uh, uh, loving and you know, and protected sex. Listen, if you guys are out there being responsible, listen, bang along. Okay? Fuck along. <laughs> okay, like, continue fucking. Continue banging those fucking nuts out. All facts. It's a beautiful thing. Legit, bruv, it's a beautiful thing, but, but your sex, your sex can get dangerous. That's all I'm saying. Sex can get super fucking dangerous. Legit. Legit, bruv. Yo, fam. I, hey, listen. I, I, you know, 
Bruh, all I do is, all I do is educate. Okay, that's all I do. All I do is educate. And all I do is uh, deliver messages. You feel me? I'm the fucking delivery man of podcasting. I'm the Sam Potter Bridges of podcasting. It is what it is. Now, brother, you know what this means, right? (laughs) Right? Right? You know what this shit means, right? (laughs) I'm here now. I'm fucking here now. I'm here. I'm here, bruv. Listen, yo, you motherfuckers be out there fucking around. Be careful. Bruh, imagine catching throat cancer from HPV. And listen, bruv, where it is a lot of people got HPV out here. Right? A lot of people are living with HPV. What? Huh? Hey, bruh, be careful out there, bruh. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. A lot of these fucking bitches that you niggas are, you know, are paying, right? That you motherfuckers are paying to watch on OnlyFans. You motherfuckers are subscribing to pussy. Dude, yo, welcome to 2021. Whoever thought, whoever thought, bruh, back in the days, back in the fucking days, it was regarded as being overly promiscuous if a woman showed off her fucking ankles. Think about that. Back in the days, in the fucking Victorian era, right? It was frowned upon if a woman showed off her fucking ankles in 2021, bitches are fucking for a fee, right? And not only that, not only that, they're fucking rubbing their clits for a fee on camera. That shit is documented. That shit is fucking documented. That's actual pictures, videos, bruh. It's documented. It's right there. Right? 2021. In a world where porn is free, simps still pay to watch pussy. Think about that shit. Bruh, yo, the world, fam, listen, we are losing our fucking minds. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We are losing our fucking minds. Bruh, fam, be careful out there. Be careful out there, bruh. You motherfuckers, yo, listen, bruh, if you're out there slipping and sliding on cum, be careful. Don't be out there catching HPV, bruh. Be careful, bruv. The Jared. And yo, fam, yo, yo, yo. Only fans. Yo, dude, yo, they're making a lot of money. Only fans is out there just coining it. All facts. Where it is, Only fans' revenue is up by 553%. Where it is, these motherfuckers made around $390 million. Legit, bruv, they just, yo, dude, they're out there making a lot of money. They're out there making lockdown money, pandemic money. Why? Because motherfuckers are out here subscribing to pandemic pussy, bruh. Listen, bismillah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Support sex workers. But fam, whoever thought, whoever thought 
right? Fam, like, yo, dude, sometimes I get on social media, right? And then I see some people that I grew up with, right, talking about OnlyFans on some, yo, I just subscribed. What? I mean, like, what? I mean, yeah, they'd be like, yeah. I just subscribed to some girl named Sexy Squirter 206. And I'd be like, whoa. Whoa. Whoever thought. Whoever thought. Huh? Whoever thought. Where it is. The total value of transactions on OnlyFans, right, increased by seven times. Think about that. They increased sevenfold. Legit, bruv. And his fucking user base grew. From less than 20 million before the fucking pandemic to more than 120 million post pandemic. Bruh. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, I mean, listen, it is what it is. And bruh, yo, are you ready for this one? Are you ready for this one? Listen, bruh. Listen, buckle the fuck up because I'm about to blow your motherfucking minds. Right? Over 300 creators on OnlyFans earned more than $1 million in 2020. Listen, bruh, yo, yo, this is a message to all the women out there, bruv. Okay, like, hey, listen. You know, there's no jobs out here. <laughs> okay, listen. There's no jobs out here. That's all I'm saying. There's no jobs out here. Motherfuckers are not hiring. Right? Right, motherfuckers, hey, motherfuckers are not hiring. Right, so might as well pop that pussy. That's all I'm saying. Pop that pussy and pay your taxes. It is what it is. You can naturally pay your fucking taxes from popping pussy all day. Right? Pop your fucking pussy all day and feed your family. Right? Pop your pussy and feed your pussy, you know, your cat. Take care of your fucking pets, bruv. Take care of your fucking pets. Right? Bruh, yo, I live in a fucking neighborhood, right, where, where pets are basically mistreated. Listen, bruv, I'm, I'm tempted to call the fucking SPCA. Awesome, yo, like, like, yo, my neighbor has never walked his dogs. Ever. He has never walked his dogs. But then again, right? But then again, as much as I'm super tempted to call the SPCA, right? Like, number one, I'm not a snitch. Number two, my neighbor could be out there working her fucking ass off. Hey, listen. Hey, working his fucking ass off on OnlyFans. Who knows? Maybe my fucking neighbor is out there popping her pussy. On OnlyFans and, and coining it. Right? Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. One of my fucking neighbors over here is out there just fucking jerking his dick. Right? Just fucking jerking off. On OnlyFans. Legit, bruv. This fucking guy doesn't have time to walk his dogs, bruv. Right? This fucking girl doesn't have the time to walk her fucking dogs, bruv. She's busy. She's fucking busy popping it for real niggas in fucking Switzerland. For real niggas in America. For real niggas in North Korea, bruh. Listen, pop that pussy. That's all I'm saying. Okay? 
Bruh, yo, fam, these fucking hoes are making a lot of fucking money on OnlyFans, bruh. Listen, I'm tempted. I think I should start undressing. Fuck this shit. Right? Fuck having morals and values, bruv. Listen, I'm going to start jerking off on OnlyFans starting today. <laughs> we live in a crazy world. That's what I'm saying, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking world. Right? It's crazy. I Listen, I, I really... Yo, bruh, bruh, listen, I really don't know what the fuck is going on out here. I really don't. Legit, bruv. I mean, fam, yo, what's going on between Ukraine and Russia? Like, what's handing in over there? Motherfuckers have been at war for seven years. Right? Over some fucking territory. Like, oh, no, we, 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 we want that peace over there. We want Crimea. Just leave Crimea alone, bruv. What's going on, bruv? What's handing in? They've been at war for seven years, right? And the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, uh, used to be a fucking comedian. So, bruv, Vladimir Putin is basically at war with a fucking comedian. Bruh, 2021 is insane. Okay? Like, bruh, 2021 is fucking wild. And, bruh, Vladimir Zelensky wants to join NATO. You feel me? And Vladimir Putin wants to prevent him from joining NATO. Because, you know, Russia doesn't fuck with NATO. Right? I mean, fam, like, like what's happening between Russia and the Ukraine is just fucking... I don't know, it's a fucking mess. You know? It's a fucking disaster. Legit. I mean, bro, like, over 14,000 people have died already. I mean, at, at this rate, what are we doing? Huh? And Russian troops are out there. Oh, oh, they're out there wilding at the fucking border. Motherfuckers are out there wilding. And by the way, this fucking war between Ukraine and Russia is the only armed conflict in Europe. The rest of Europe is just chilling. Right? Rocking Adidas, sipping on fucking Starbucks, just chilling watching PSG versus Man City. I mean, bruh, the rest of Europe is just chilling. Motherfuckers in the Netherlands are out there just fucking doing donuts on e-bikes. I mean, bruh, what, what, like, what are we doing? Huh? What the fuck is humanity doing? I mean, I mean, dude, how about, how about, hey... How about, how about peace? How about that? How about peace? Hmm? How about peace? How the fuck did this shit start? Bruh, seven years ago, pro-Russia separatists in the Donetsk and Luhansk regions of Ukraine declared their fucking independence. And they were backed and armed by Moscow, which also seized the Crimean Peninsula. I mean, fam, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like, like, dude, what, what's Russia trying to do? Uh, are they trying to fucking rebuild the Soviet Union yet again? Like, like, I think that's what they're trying to do, right? Because 
This war doesn't make any fucking sense. Hey, Russia, how about just leave this fucking comedian and his people alone? Just leave Ukraine alone, bro. You know? I mean, bruh, just leave Ukraine alone. This fucking war doesn't make any sense, bruv. I mean, dude, like, you know? And fam, like, like you know, uh, Vladimir Zelensky is a friendly dude. When he came into power in 2019, he, he just wanted peace with everybody. He just wanted to chill and crack jokes. Right? Go to the fucking comedy cellar. Crack a few jokes. Right? Go to the fucking comedy store and crack a few jokes. Chill with fucking Dave Chappelle. Right? Chill with Bill Burr. That's what he wanted to do. But now, like, he's... Right? He's out there fucking commanding troops. Right? Commanding armed men to protect his country. I mean... Nobody wants that. You know? Nobody wants that. Right? And we all know what's up, right? Like, Vladimir Putin is the one who benefits from this war. We all know what's going on, right? Right? We all know what's handing it. The Russians want to rebuild the Soviet Union. And, I mean, dude, like, I don't know, man. You know, I really don't fucking know, bruv. This world is just it's just getting crazier by the day. You feel me? You see, bruv, like, like dudes like Vladimir Putin are fucking simps. Legit. They're fucking simps. I mean, bruv, I want you to look at Vladimir Putin. Okay? Like, fam, yo, dude. You know, he looks like... A fucking incel. Right? He looks like a fucking mass shooter. Legit, bruv. He looks like an older version of Dylan Roof. He looks like a Dylan Roof who made it. Legit. Oh, facts. And listen, bruv. I know that the popular story about Vladimir Putin is that he was a fucking KGB spy. Ooh, scary. Right? Word on the fucking streets is Vladimir Putin was a tough guy. He was a killer. Right? But, bro, like, if you really study his past, what you'll find is that that fucking tough boy story, like, hey, listen, it's Fugazi. Okay? If you really dive into his fucking past and study his past, what you'll find is that Vladimir Putin wasn't tough at all growing up. Legit, he wasn't tough at all. Nor was he a spy. Because everybody knew where he lived. Everybody knew who the fuck he was. And these are all facts. Everything I'm saying right here is all facts. Legit, bruv. Facts. Why would I lie with the game in my back pocket? Why? These are all facts. Legit, bruv. Don't be out there asking too many questions. Okay? Like, yo, Maui, how do you know all of this? Listen, bruv. I'm an erudite. Right? Like, <laughs> like listen, bruv, listen. I'm an erudite. 
right? I'm an autodidact. It is what it is, bruv. I'm always consuming information. I'm always learning. I'm always learning. I just happen to be funny. Just happen to be a funny guy. Right? I just happen to be a funny guy with a foul mouth. It is what it is. Right? It is what it is. I just happen to be a funny guy with a potty mouth. And it is what it is. Right? It's all good, bruh. It's all good. And listen, fam, listen. Right? Swearing a lot or using a lot of swear words (laughs) is a sign of intelligence, darling. Okay, it's a sign of intelligence, darling. It is what it is. Get with the program. Yas, Miguel, yas. Like, like a pro, you can't fill my shoes or size my babo. I'm from the Rainbow Nation, bruv. It is what it is. What the fuck do you want me to do? Okay, shit gets gay a little bit. <laughs> but I fucking digress. Vladimir Putin wasn't tough at all. And these are all facts, right? These are all fucking facts, bruv. And you can see it by how he moves today because now he has power. He has never had power, right? And now that he has power, right, he's out there abusing it. You feel me? Motherfuckers who are used to power never abuse their power. You feel me? They never abuse their power. But Vladimir, right, he's out there moving like a guy who is, you know, right? Who's a fucking incel? He's up there moving like a guy who's used to being powerless. And now that he's got a bit of power, he's out there fucking abusing it. These are all facts. You know, bruv, when I see dudes like Vladimir Putin, I go, bruh, like, thank Allah that I experienced a complete boyhood. Legit. Motherfuckers like Vladimir Putin, you know, they never had a complete boyhood, bruv. They had an incomplete boyhood. These are all facts. Bruv, if you didn't grow up fighting with pit bulls with your bare hands, (laughs) right? If you didn't grow up hunting for rats, catching birds and killing them with your bare hands, bruh, listen... If you didn't grow up hunting for your food for no fucking reason, bruh, listen, yo, I'm sorry, but you had an incomplete boyhood, and it is what it is. It's all good. God loves you too, right? Allah loves you too. But bruh, yo, I grew up hunting for animals with my friends. For no fucking reason. I know that I'm from South Africa. Right? And most of you guys who are from, you know, Europe or North America. Most of you motherfuckers, right? When I say that I used to hunt for shit. Most of you are going, oh yeah, like you you have to, right? For survival, right? No. We had tons of food at home. I didn't have to hunt for birds and shit. 
No! We just did that for sport. And listen, bruv, I know when a motherfucker says, yo, I'm from Africa, you guys are expecting Timon and Pumba to pop up. You guys are expecting Simba to pop up. You guys are expecting Mufasa and Scar to be fucking battling it out. Right? The African UFC. It is what it is. I'm the fucking Dana White of this shit. Legit, bruv, that's what most of you guys expect. And listen, bruv, you know, you guys are partly right. You guys are partly right. I'm recording this, right, on top of my pet elephant. You feel me? It's fun, right? I'm rocking leopard skin. It's fun times, right? Bruh, I just found this recorder. I just found this mic. It is what it is. Next thing you know, I'm a fucking global phenomenon. Maui Mao. Might as well, right? It's all good, brah. I live in the fucking bush felt. <laughs> oh my god, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, is that a fucking baboon? Whoa, whoa, wait. Is that Jeffrey? Whoa, wait, wait. Is that Jeffrey the fucking baboon? Hey, yo, that's fucking Jeffrey! Hey, you fuck, man? It's fucking Jeffrey. Snigger, man, shit. But I digress. Okay? We had a lot of food at home, bruv. I didn't have to hunt for birds. I didn't. But me and my niggas did. Me and my niggas were out there, bruv. Right? Getting chased by wild dogs. A pack of wild dogs. And bruv, yo, we made it. Here I am. We survived. Right? We had a complete boyhood. Bruv, we were out there building bicycles with our bare hands. Legit, we never bought bicycles. No, we built them from scratch. Legit. We bought the fucking pedals one by one. Right? We bought the fucking wheels one by one. The tires one by one. All facts. Right? We built our fucking bicycles. And then after building them, you had to learn how to ride it. Welcome to South Africa! Legit, bro. Right? I had a complete boyhood, bro. Fam, yo, dude. Yo, back in the days, me and my great-granddad, bro, we used to hunt for rats. Yeah, 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 rats. Rats! Hey, yo, New York, listen up. We used to hunt for rats. Me and my great-granddad. Okay? And, bruv, yo, do you know how we used to kill these rats? <laughs> right, right. We used to drown them. Legit. We used to drown them. Bruh, dude, that was savage. Okay? I was around, what, nine years old? Ten years old? Out the fucking drowning a family of rats. Legit. Right, most of you motherfuckers, most of you Generation Zs out here. Oh my God, Generation Z. Most of y'all would be traumatized by that. Right? Most of y'all would be triggered. Oh my God, I'm so triggered by that. Oh, I just saw, I just saw my, my great granddad uh, drowning a family of rats. I'm so triggered. I'm triggered. Everything triggers Generation Z. Most of y'all would be triggered. Most of y'all would be triggered, which is why most of y'all 
are going to have incomplete boyhoods and girlhoods. Legit. I had a complete boyhood. I was a fucking savage. Legit. I was involved in a fight. Damn near every day. Day in, day out. I was involved in a fight. I've had black eyes. I've had fucking scratches. Motherfuckers have hit me with fucking bottles. Bruh, fam, I had a complete boyhood. Legit. Fam, yo, listen. When I was growing up, I was always bleeding. <laughs> right? Like, like, dude, when I see these kids these days, I'm like, dude, none of y'all are bleeding? None of y'all are bleeding, bruh. Dude, I used to bleed so much that many people used to think I was a girl. <laughs> right? They used to say, whoa, like, whoa, like, is it, is it that time of the month? Whoa, like, yeah, this fucking girl is, is maturing early. That's how much I used to bleed, nigga. That's how much I used to bleed, bruh. Legit. I used to bleed so much, motherfuckers used to look for tampons. Like, whoa, like, what? He's bleeding again. He's bleeding again. Bro, I used to bleed so much, motherfuckers were like, whoa, wait, is he fucking transitioning? <laughs> is he becoming a girl? I used to bleed, bro. All day, every day. All day, every day. And I have the fucking scars to prove it. Legit, I had a complete boyhood, which is why I have never shut up a school, which is why I have never raped any girl. Look at my fucking docket. Look at my fucking rap sheet. Clean. It's all gangster. My rap sheet is all gangster. I'm all G. I've never snitched. I've always stood up for what I believed in. Why? Because I had a complete boyhood. I used to drown. Rats for sport. Bruh, have you ever seen a little fucking mouse crying for help in a bucket of water? Bruh, I've seen that with my own too. And I wasn't triggered. I love that shit. I had a complete boyhood. Legit. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm sweating buckets. Let me take off my shirt. Put this fucking mic down. Let me take off my shirt. I'm here now. Fucking. These fucking Generation Zs. I'm fucking here. These fucking Generation Zs are triggered by everything. Everything. Oh, I'm so triggered. I'm triggered by this tweet. I'm triggered. I'm triggered by what Joe Rogan said. Oh, oh I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. I'm triggered by what Steve Harvey said. I'm triggered. These fucking bitches. Dude, what the fuck is going on? What happened to man? What happened to man? And what happened to women? What happened to strong queens? The fuck is going on out here? I had a complete boyhood. Bruh. I once fought a fucking pit bull. Legit, bruv, I fought it with my hands, and I'm still here. All my limbs are intact, intact. I got all my fucking fingers, all ten I fought a dog, nigga. Rah! Legit, complete boyhood. Complete boyhood. These motherfuckers out here, bruv, 
These motherfuckers out here. These mother... Yo, dude, I'm so triggered by this tweet. I'm triggered. What's going on? Huh? What's going on, bro? I played every sport growing up. Cricket. Soccer. Karate, bro. I'm a fucking blue belt in karate. Bro, listen, fam. It is what it is. Got the one. Got the two. It's all good, bro. I was there. Complete boyhood. Complete. Complete. What the fuck? Oh, my kid cannot watch this show. It's rated R. I saw people debating about this new fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, should, should I allow my 10-year-old to watch it? Huh? Should I allow my 13-year-old to watch this fucking movie? I mean, it's so bloody. It's so gory. It's going to trigger him. Bruh. What, what, are we what are we talking about? ETV used to have pornos. Every single Saturday at midnight. We saw that shit. Bro, I was 11 years old watching that shit. Like, whoa, whoa, the fuck is going on over here? The fuck is going on over here? Right, but these kids are triggered by Mortal Kombat. Huh? They're triggered. They're fucking triggered. Hey, yo, Generation Z, listen. How about... Just leave Joe Rogan alone. How about that? You know? You motherfuckers are always whining. Generation Z is always whining and whining and whining and whining on TikTok and making fun of millennials. Oh, millennials are so old. Oh, my God. They're so old. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, we are old. But, bro, we had complete boyhoods. You motherfuckers can't even survive COVID. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm triggered. The fuck? The fuck? Fuck! Bruh, leave Joe Rogan alone. Joe Rogan came out and he said, yo, listen, yo, if you are young, right, I wouldn't advise you to take the fucking vaccine because you are young. Your immune system can handle it. Right? My kids are not going to take the vaccine because they are young. And by the way, he came out and said, yo, by the way, my daughters did get COVID. Right? And they're fine now. You feel me? Listen, bro. He is not against vaccinations. He just said, listen, personally, for me, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that to my kids. Personally. Right? And he was chilling with my dog, Dave Smith. And they were out there going, yeah. Right? Personally. I don't care what other people do. Yo, if you decide to fucking inoculate your whole family from your fucking one-year-old, Right? To your fucking, you know, 100-year-old granddad or whatever the fuck. If you decide to do that, do that. It's a beautiful thing. However, Joe Rogan is like, no, for my family, I'm not going to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You feel me? Yeah, I know. Joe Rogan has a big audience. I know. He's super influential. I know. But he's not talking for everybody else. He's talking about... His personal views and what he feels is good for his family. You feel me? But motherfuckers were triggered. Oh, cancel Joe Rogan. He's so dumb. I'm so triggered. It's so triggered. 
You know? Motherfuckers are triggered and listen. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. nigga. People say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah, I, t I tend to agree with you. But there's a uh, lot of jobs that will tell you you need to have this. Well, that's what's but starting to happen now. People are worried about them doing it for their children. And we talked about this earlier, yeah. there's the, 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 that you might have to have your, your children vaccinated. And, you know, I can tell you as someone who's both, both my children got the, va the, the virus, it was nothing. I mean, I hate to say that if someone's children died from this. I'm very sorry that that happened. I'm not... I'm not in any way diminishing that, but I'm saying the personal experience that my children had with COVID was nothing. One of the kids had a headache. The other one didn't feel good for a couple of days. Yeah. Like maybe, I mean, not feel good. Like, mm, like no, no big deal. No coughing, right. no, no, no achy, no, like an agony. There was none of that. It was very mild. It was, it was akin to them getting a cold. Yeah, and you can have this thing where it's like you were saying this virtue signaling and this kind of like theatrical display of I get the vaccine, what a good person I am, I care about everyone. But you're like, look, and my daughter's a lot younger than your kids, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not injecting my daughter with something to fucking virtue signal. Right. Like, I'm not doing that. Right. If there's something that she's of no risk, statistically has no risk from, right. I'm sorry, I'm not taking any experiment uh, on her in that. And that's, that's my attitude But it's it. amazing that that's controversial. Yeah. That even saying that, I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. Yeah. It's crazy. Because, again, we are not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children. But yeah. yet people still want you to get your child vaccinated, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you should be vaccinated if you are vulnerable. <laughs> story came out last week, right, that some children with a COVID-19 related syndrome develop neurological issues. Research found that half of young patients with the inflammatory condition experienced confusion, hallucinations, and physical symptoms. Right? So evidently, COVID-19 is out there causing other problems for kids. You feel me? But Joe Rogan is like, listen, for my kids, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to inoculate my kids. And listen, bro, that's his personal choice. He's not an anti-vaxxer. He's just saying, listen, for my kids, hey, I ain't doing that. Right? Some of you guys might find that dumb. It's all good. Right, it's all good, but you can't control what other people do in their fucking households. Focus on your family. Okay? I mean, bro, yo, listen, listen. Like, does he sound dumb now that a story like this came out? Yes. <laughs> right, he does. But it's his fucking opinion. Right? And what a man does with his family is none of our business. What a dude does with his fam is none of our fucking business. Focus on your business. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Leave Joe Rogan alone. Focus on your family, bruh. Focus on your family. Inoculate your kids. Legit. If I had kids, I was probably going to inoculate them. 
right? But if you know, if the if the fucking doctor pulls up with the with the Johnson and Johnson or AstraZeneca vaccine, I was gonna be like, nah, we ain't doing that, <laughs> right? Nah, we ain't doing that. Two doses or none, okay? Pfizer or Moderna or none. Legit. Facts. I'm just speaking facts. Legit, fam. Don't be out here pulling up with that Johnson and Johnson bullshit. Right? I ain't trying to get blood clots and shit, bruv. Right? I want to live. I want to fucking live, man. I'm so fucking young, bruv. I'm so fucking young. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Damn. You know? I want to make sure that I hit that fucking average life expectancy threshold. Legit, bruv. I'm trying to die at 80. Right? Or over 80. Legit. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live, bruh. Legit. I'm trying to fucking live, fam. It is what it is. You know? I'm a legend. And I'm gonna die a fucking legend, okay? Okay, bro. Moe Moe. You know, remember my name. Remember my name. And, bruv, yo, talking about life expectancy. Ain't it crazy how... Before 1750, it didn't matter whether you were a baron, a fucking haberdasher, or a fucking hunter-gatherer. Your life expectancy at birth was going to be in the 30s. You do know that, right? A lot of people just clocked out by 31, 32, right? People never lived that long back in those days. You feel me? Think about it, bruv. That's 271 years ago. The fact that today, if a person dies at the age of 55, we all cry and say, oh my God. Wow. He was so young, you know? Or she was so young. Oh my God. Like, you know, the fact that we are able to say that about a person who dies in his or her 50s is a fucking miracle, bruh. Yo. Yo, bruh, listen. Salute to my dog. Edward Jenner. Bruh, bruh, dude, fam. If it wasn't for Edward Jenner, bruh, where the fuck would we be? Where the fuck would we be, bruh? This fucking guy, dude, he found the vaccine for smallpox. Bruh, do you know how many people died from smallpox? <laughs> like, dude, a lot of people died from smallpox. I'm talking about royalty, right? I'm talking about generation after generation of multiple families died from smallpox. Legit. So salute to Edward Jenner, bruv. That fucking dude. Yo, a hero. All facts. A fucking hero, bruv. Legit. I mean, I mean, fam, I'm just, I'm just out here spewing facts. You know? I'm just out here spewing facts. It is what it is. If it wasn't for Edward Jenner, bruv, yo, we would be, yo. We would be fucked. You know? We would be fucked, bruv. You feel me, bruv? Because, yo, if he didn't notice that exposure to a related illness called cowpox, right? Seemed to prevent more dangerous smallpox infections. Bruv, we would be fucked. Edward Jenner saved the world. 
all facts. And fam, we need to celebrate him more. Legit. We need to celebrate Edward Jenner. A god. Right? Legit. Edward Jenner saved the world. And then Chris Jenner just destroyed it. Yet again. Right? So we are back at square one. <laughs> right? Chris Jenner just fucked the world up. You feel me, bruv? The Jenner family, man. Wow. You know? And listen, I don't know if uh if Caitlyn Jenner and Edward Jenner are related, I'm just I'm just bullshitting. You know, I'm just saying shit. You know? It's all comedy. Right? Yo, bruv, yo, Chris Jenner though. Like, I mean, whoa. The devil wears Yeezys. Legit. And the devil Unalereza Kati man. You know? That's her favorite hairstyle. In South Africa, we call it the razor cut. Nala razor cut, the man. Wait, see. Kirihana, umbrella, Ella, eh, you know? Wait, see, man. But I digress. Right? The Edward Jenner story goes like Edward Jenner scraped some pus from the cowpox blisters of a milkmaid and then inserted the material via incisions. Made with a lancet into the arms of an eight-year-old boy. After developing a light fever, the boy soon proved to be immune to variola. Variola is, you know, the scientific term of smallpox. The virus that causes smallpox, right? Some people, you know, just in the fucking medical world, they call it, you know, variola. Um, listen, bro. You know, listen. Yeah, yo, no beef against smallpox. Right, it you know smallpox had to go right, but fam, like, if I'm cowpox, like, I'm pissed, legit, bro. Like, dude, if I'm cowpox, nobody ever talks about cowpox, nobody, nobody, and cowpox played a big role in the fucking smallpox vaccine. Nobody ever mentions cowpox, <laughs> legit. If I'm cowpox, bruv, now I'm pissed. I'm fucking bitter. I'm bitter. I'm bitter. Legit. Because I know that I'm better than smallpox. Everybody talks about smallpox. But nobody ever mentions cowpox, bruv. Right? Nobody. Legit, bruv. Not really. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't say that. Now, fam, what's cowpox? Mm, let's, just, let's just define what cowpox is. Cowpox is a viral disease of cow's udders, which, when contracted by humans through contact, right, resembles mild smallpox, and it was the basis of the first smallpox vaccines. But nobody ever talks about cowpox, right? Smallpox is always the star! And bruv, cowpox did more positive than smallpox. Cowpox actually saved people from smallpox. It actually saved the world. Right with the help of Edward Jenner, of course. But bruh, yo, dude, if I'm cowpox, I'm pissed. We need to start talking about Edward Jenner and cowpox more. All facts, fuck smallpox. You feel me, bruv? Fuck smallpox. Now back to COVID-19. Right? Word is, 
Vaccines won't protect millions of people with weakened immune systems. Yeah, word in the street is many people can't produce enough infection-fighting cells to fend off the coronavirus. But scientists are testing a therapy that may help. That shit is going to cost billions. <laughs> right? Motherfucker's going to be like, yeah, like, please boost my immune system. And then your fucking doctor's going to be like, well, Micah, that's going to cost you your whole life. All facts. And Mike be like, I'm running in here. <laughs> right? Right? Mike be like, listen, I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather die. That's what Mike would say. You know, please, doctor, boost my immune system. And the doctor goes, oh, well, you know, Mike, listen. You'll be, like, you, you, you'll be paying me your whole life. And Mike be like, I'd rather die. <laughs> it's crazy out here, bro. Right? It's crazy. You feel me? Now doctors want to use monoclonal antibodies. Yo, didn't that play a role in um, the discovery of COVID-19 vaccines? Maybe I'm mistaken, but like some people were testing monoclonal antibodies, right? They were testing like monoclonal antibody therapy. You feel me? So, bismillah, right? But it has something to do with, with COVID-19 in general, like, like, you know, I once read about it earlier on, you know, but it is what it is. I think I once spoke about it on this fucking podcast, but bismillah, you know, I talk about a lot of shit. Right? I talk about a lot of shit. And then the fucking CDC came out last week. Right? And they said that, hey, listen. If, uh, if you've been inoculated, uh, you can walk around without a mask. Right? right? You, you can walk outdoors without a fucking mask. They said that immunized. Immunized. I mean, to just say inoculated. What the fuck? Immunized Americans. You know, they came out and said that, yo, immunized Americans no longer need to wear masks outdoors in small groups when biking or running alone and when dining outside, the agency said, right? President Biden called the new guidance a step toward getting life in America closer to normal. You know, listen, hey, bismillah, but, you know. I think uh, people, inoculated or not, were already doing that. Okay? Like, people were already just walking around maskless. Right? Motherfuckers are walking around without any masks. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know? All I'm saying is, bruv, you know, the world is fucked. I think COVID-19 is here to stay. I mean, bruv, look at India, fam. I mean, dude, like, what's going on in India, bruv? Huh? India is out there looking like New York last year around this time. Like, dude, like, bruh. Huh? What's happening over there? Motherfuckers in New Delhi are out there just fucking dropping like flies, bruv. What's going on? You know? Where this COVID-19 is out there spreading rapidly. Right? Oh, man. I don't know, bruv. You know, pray for India. I guess. You know what I mean? Pray for India, bruv. Even though uh, Narendra Modi is a fucking asshole. Right? Pray for India. Pray for India, bruv. You know what? Every single time I see images from India, I get triggered. 
know? Every single time I read about what's happening in India right now, listen, I get triggered. I get triggered. Generation Z, man. Motherfuckers are always offended. Always offended. Right? Steve Harvey came out and said that, yo, I cannot be friends with women because, you know, it's not going to work. Because nine times out of ten, when men are friends with women, like, you know, the dude is just, just waiting for his turn. Right? But let's just be real. Is he wrong, though? Because most dudes just want to fuck. 99.9% of dudes just want to fuck. Steve Harvey was just being honest. And by the way, that fucking clip is from 2010 or 2011. Like, bruh, just let this fucking man live. Right? He told y'all to think like a man and act like a lady. And you motherfuckers bought his fucking books in droves. And not only that, you motherfuckers watched the movie. So shut the fuck up. Right? There's no use in complaining about what Steve Harvey said 10 years ago, 10 years later. You feel me, bro? Like, like, dude, like, it's... You guys have already given him all the money. It is what it is. You guys made him a multimillionaire. It's all good. Keep it moving. Right? But we all know who's complaining, right? Generation Z. Generation Z, you know, they're the ones who unearthed the Steve Harvey video and they are now just getting triggered. Like they always do. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. All of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm, I'm incapable of that. Why? Uh, what do you mean? Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't, I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> right here. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor. And trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're most guys. And you think this way? 99.9% uh, .9 of us think that way. We now return to your regular programming. <laughs> Generation Z is triggered again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hide your kids. Hide your family. And hide yourself. <laughs> right? Right? Did y'all feel in that self? Hide yourself. Legit. Generation Z is triggered again. Legit. And we all know what happens when Generation Z is triggered. Right? Motherfuckers trend for a day. <laughs> right? That's what happens. That's what happens when Generation Z is triggered, bruv. Right? Just leave Joe Rogan alone. Okay? Just leave him alone. Right? Healthy young people, you know, should not be out there getting inoculated. I salute Joe Rogan and I agree with Joe Rogan. <laughs> right? Legit. You're 21. Relax. Right? If you are 21 years old, 
and you say to me, yo, should I get vaccinated? I'm going to go, no. Salute to Joe Rogan for that. Salute. I, listen, bruv, I know that Jason Tatum came out and he said that, yo, right, post-COVID-19, uh, my lungs need an inhaler. Right, he came out and said, yo, listen, my, my lungs still need a fucking inhaler months after COVID-19 diagnosis. Right? And he's young. I know. I know what he said. But he's still alive, right? He's still alive. He'll be aight. Right? He's still alive and he's out there fucking shooting buckets. Right? He's out there shooting threes and buckets. It's all wet. His jumper is all wet. Legit. His jumper is all alkaline. It's all good, bruh. Right? It's all good. His jumper has a fucking pH level of 13. <laughs> right? It's all good. He'll be fine. My fuckers are triggered. Facts. These kids are always triggered. It makes no fucking sense to me, bruv. They are always triggered. I mean, bruh, they also got triggered by Freddie Gibbs. And bruh, Freddie Gibbs doesn't give a fuck. Okay? He gives zero fucks. Fam, Freddie Gibbs posted a video of some white kid just having a fucking mental breakdown. Right? <laughs> Bruh, yo, this kid lost his shit. Okay? He was out there working and, you know, some dude who wasn't happy with the service that he was rendering um, recorded the whole thing and this fucking dude, this, this kid... Just fucking lost his shit, bruv. He was out there headbutting a computer screen. He lost his shit. Right? He was out there shaking. Saying, oh my God, you, you, you ruined my life. Right? Just crying in a corner. I mean, bruh, like, you know, Freddie Gibbs posted that video with the caption um, that read, uh, make sure that this white boy doesn't have a gun or some shit like that. Right? And um, Twitter just lost its shit. You feel me? I, I mean, bro, like, dude, hey, Twitter, relax. Okay? And listen, bro, in no way am I saying that I agree with that video, right? That video is sad, right? And evidently homeboy has bipolar or, you know, some other mental issues, right? But, but. Freddie Gibbs posts crazy shit all the time. And nine times out of ten, he posts videos of black people losing their shit. So what are y'all trying to say? Huh? Are y'all trying to say that Freddie Gibbs is wrong for posting a white kid losing his shit? But it's fine when he posts black people losing their shit? Is that what you guys are trying to say? Huh? Because white people are fragile. We all need to protect white people. Okay? He didn't grow up like you, Lamar. Or you, Marcus. Okay? He didn't. Little Tommy is fragile. He's fragile. Okay? Protect him. William is fragile. Okay? Protect his heart. Don't trigger him! Don't trigger him! Look at him! Look at him headbutting a computer screen! He's got bipolar! Listen, 
remember of a lot of black people got bipolar. And nine times out of ten, if they lose their shit on camera, Freddie Gibbs is going to post it. Okay? Freddie Gibbs is going to post it. So listen, bruv, in no way am I saying that him posting these videos of people losing their fucking, their fucking minds, right? In no way am I saying that it's a good thing. All I'm saying is Freddie Gibbs is consistent. And he doesn't give a fuck. Okay? Motherfuckers are like, yo, take the video down. And Freddie was like, nah, bitch. And I respect that. I fucking respect that. Okay? I respect it. That shit is fucking dope. I respect it. Legit. You know? I respect it. We can't all be triggered all the time. Like, dude, like, motherfuckers are triggered all the fucking time. Right? And these days, everybody's triggered. Everybody. Including millennials. Like, what was going on? Including some fucking Generation Xers. I'm like, yo, bro, what's happening? I'd be like, fam, you are 56. You shouldn't be giving a fuck about a video that is being posted by some rapper. Okay? And listen, bro, listen. Alfredo is a classic. All I'm saying is, Freddy is consistent. Okay? Musically and, um... On social media, like musically and socially. He's consistent. Right? He's fucking consistent. Motherfuckers are triggered all the time. You know? Motherfuckers are just fucking triggered. It doesn't make any sense. Legit. You know? It doesn't make any sense. Like like fucking hockey fights. Like, bruh. Listen. Listen. You know, ever since ESPN came back, right, to South Africa or to Africa in general, I've been watching a bit of ice hockey, right? I've been out here watching the fucking NHL, right, the fucking Bruins, right, the Flyers. I've been, I've been just, you know, right, trying to learn, right, trying to understand the sport, right? And the sport is not that different from soccer, so, you know, it's a beautiful thing. But, bruh, like, you know, I just want to be honest, right? Most of these hockey fights don't make sense. Okay? Most of these hockey fights are just... Listen, bruv. Yo, fam. Niggas just be fighting for the sake of fighting. <laughs> right? Motherfuckers be out there slipping and sliding on the ice. They be just fighting for the sake of fighting. They be fighting because, you know, once in a while... Right? In hockey, you know, there has to be a fight. Once in a while, niggas have to fucking have beef on ice. You feel me? But most of these hockey fights don't make sense. Legit. Right? Motherfuckers be out there fighting because their sticks got entangled. I mean, I mean, what, what, what are we doing here? Motherfuckers be out there punching other niggas because they took the fucking puck from them. I mean, bruh, ain't that what a hockey's all about? Motherfuckers be out there fighting because they got tackled hard. Ain't that what hockey is all about? Huh? Hey, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> On June 6th, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs>
I mean, brah, like, yo, fam, I, I be out here watching the NHL, and, and I'm confused. Like, brah, like, like, ain't hockey supposed to be a tough sport? Motherfuckers be all up in their feelings. Motherfuckers be out there getting, oh, my God, like, I'm triggered. And then they start punching one another. I be like, yo, what's going on, bruv? Like, bro, like, yo, dude, yo, hockey now sucks for me because evidently Generation Z is now on the ice, right? We can't have Z on the ice, bro, right? We have Z on social media. We have Z in life, and now we gotta have Z on ice. Oh, yeah. We got Z on the basketball court, right? We got Z on soccer fields. And now we got Z on ice. It sucks. You know, but it is what it is, bruv. It's a sign of the times. Right? It's a sign of the fucking times. You feel me? I don't know, man. You know? I really don't fucking know, bruv. You know? It's all good, man. You know? Saweetie's out there. Attending a fucking um, cult meeting. You know what I mean? The rapper came out and said that um, she's currently at an artist development camp. Um, to work on areas of her artistry where she struggles a bit. You know? So, uh, it's all good, man. Hey, listen. Hey, Saweetie. Listen, if you have joined Blueface's cult, it's all good. Right? If you've joined Blueface's cult, listen, it's a beautiful thing. Right? Evidently, Blueface runs a fucking private prison, and it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes, you know, you gotta go through a bit. You know what I mean? You gotta live through a fucking, you know, a bit or two. It's all good, bruh. You know? Blueface got bitches doing a bit. <laughs> right? It's all good. Sleeping on bunk beds. Living a crazy time. You know, and Tyrese is out there shaving his girlfriend's pubes on IG Live. And, you know, I mean, dude, like, dude, talk about all-time lows. You know, that's where we are at as a species. All-time lows. All-time fucking lows. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you know, Kanye's 2008 Grammy won Yeezys, you know, just got sold for an all-time high. Right? For a record of $1.8 million. Yeah. You know? He wore the sneakers uh, back in the days when, um, when he performed Hey Mama and Stronger at the 2008 Grammys. And listen, bruv, I saw that fucking video. I watched that fucking performance and it was stellar. It was beautiful. You know? But still, bruv, like, you know, talk about all-time lows. Talk about all-time lows. I saw some fucking image of, um, not even an image, a post, right? Um, of some OnlyFans, you know, superstar, <laughs> right? And she said, um, you know, on that, um, on that post, you know, she had like two pictures back to back and then she captioned those images with the following words. And I quote, you lose value when you are too accessible. I repeat, you lose value 
when you are too accessible. Right? This chick is big on OnlyFans. You know? And she's out here talking about value and and access and You can't be talking about value and accessibility. You lose value when you are too accessible. Bitch, I I mean, the irony of that. Like, dude, like I can't even crack jokes about this shit because the joke is right there. The post is the joke. The irony is the joke. Right? Be like, dude, fam, hey, all time lows. Like, honestly, bro, listen, all time lows. Like, fam, dude, now that I think about it, like, bro, all I've been talking about on this episode is just a bunch of all-time lows. Like, dude, what's going on? Tyrese is out there shaving his girlfriend's vagina on Instagram. Bruh, talk about all-time lows. <laughs> okay? Bruh, Tyrese has been wildin'. But, bruh, like, dude... Him shaving his girlfriend's pussy on social media. Like, bruh, that's beyond wild. You feel me? That's beyond wild. Like, fam, yo, dude, evidently when they go lower, you know, we go lower. (laughs) Right? Right, whoever they are. Right, whoever they are. Like, dude, when they go low, we go lower. Right? All-time lows, bruv. Like, dude, I, I, I really don't... I, it's... You know? It's crazy. Right? It's fucking crazy, bruv. I, I really, like... And, bruv, yo, everybody is an actor now. Everybody's an actor, a model, or an influencer. Right? Or a combination of all three. Right? Like, dude, what happened to the fucking lumberjacks? Huh? What happened to, to, you know, like, that career? Like, what happened to people who wanted to be lumberjacks or firemen or policemen? What happened to the doctors? What happened to the inventors? The authors? Like, what happened? What happened to intelligence? What happened to smarts? What happened to real jobs? Nowadays, everybody's an actor, model, or influencer. What's going on, bruv? Dude, have y'all ever watched Fake Famous? Bruh, listen. If you are in America, please do yourself a favor. Hit up HBO Max and watch Fake Famous. If you are in South Africa, hit up Showmax and watch Fake Famous. What the fuck is going on out here, bruv? What's going on? What happened to the lumberjacks? What happened to being passionate about deforestation? What happened to that? Huh? Bruh, dude, who gives a fuck about oxygen? Cut a fucking tree and don't save a life. Become a lumberjack today. Niggas from all over the world are flocking to L.A. Just to go take a picture at a fucking pink wall. I mean, bruh, Paul Smith, like, dude, yo, how about 
paint that fucking building black. How about that? Hey, yo, Paul Smith. Paul Smith, I fucks with you, okay? But, bruh, how about, how about just paint that wall gray? Legit! Motherfuckers from all over the world are flying to L.A. just to take a picture. Like, dude, at a pink wall. I mean, dude, like, fam, motherfuckers are crazy. Everybody wants to be an influencer. Everybody. Everybody has a fucking YouTube page. Everybody. And you motherfuckers are not talented. What's happening? Bruh, we have OnlyFans bitches talking about value. Oh, oh, uh, you shouldn't be too accessible. You're going to lose your value, bitch. Motherfuckers are paying you $5 to see you pop your pussy. And you are out here boasting about being in the top 0.1% of OnlyFans creators. I mean, brah, hey, you are highly accessible. Okay? And we all know your value. Right? You are worth $5. We know your value. We know your value. Oh, you lose value when you are too accessible, bitch. We know your value. Your value has been lost. You lost your value a long time ago. Your pussy is worth $5. And you are highly accessible. Highly accessible. Onlyfans.com. That's where you are at. The fuck? What's going on, bruv? What's happening? Right? What's happening? All time lows. All time lows. You know? Daniel Kaluuya, or Kaluuya, right? Won a fucking Oscar. And he was out there talking about how his parents had sex and created him. Celebrate life, you know? It was funny. Right? But, you know, he embarrassed his mom in front of the world. And his mom is an African mom. An African woman. Right? And we all know how African mothers are, bruv. I have an African mother. You feel me? And they don't tolerate all that sex talk. All facts. They don't tolerate that shit. They go, ah, ah, ah. Me and your father never had sex, so We never had sex, so you came from the heavens. We woke up and you were in the garden. You came from the heavens. We never had sex. Your father never put his thing inside of me. That never happened. I am still a virgin. No, oh, God, oh. Legit. Right? We all know it's fake news. We all, we all know that, you know, our parents were out there coming buckets. And that's how we were created. We all know that. But, you know, you can't say some shit like that to an African mother. Right? But you know, but Daniel Kaluuya is a fucking millennial slash generation Z, so you know, he's triggered. 
right? He's triggered by sex. <laughs> right? It's all jokes, man. It's all fucking jokes, you know? African mothers need to fucking chill. Okay? They need to fucking chill. Right? Like, there's no need, you know, to be all fucking embarrassed. Like, oh, sex is a taboo where I'm from. Ma'am, ma'am, I don't give a fuck if you are from Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa. You had sex. That's why you have kids. Okay? 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 That's why you have kids. Bruh, Daniel Kaluuya's mom, right, was sitting in the fucking crowd going, what is he talking about? Right? <laughs> right? I read her fucking lips. She was like, what is he talking about? You know what he's talking about. He's talking about how you came buckets. Right? <laughs> right? He's talking about how you... Hey, hey, Mrs. Kaluuya. You came buckets. Okay? And created your boy who's now an actor. And look at him. He's winning everything. He's winning everything. You feel me? For that movie about Fred Hampton. Right? Oh, as a matter of fact, he was Fred Hampton. Right? I'm just saying. You know? Look out for these fucking William O'Neills out here, bruv. That's all I'm saying. Watch your back. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Right? Because humanity is out here hitting all-time lows. All-time lows. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, bruh, like... It is what it is. You know? My fuckers out there asking about alcohol. Like, yo, can can one have um have alcohol after the, the COVID vaccine or you know? And of course the New York Times answered that shit and they were like, Yeah, moderate drinking is unlikely to impair the immune response to the drug. But heavy drinking might, so you know, be careful out there. I mean, bro, motherfuckers are thinking about alcohol in a time like this. We are living through a pandemic, right? India is literally on fire, right? But motherfuckers are asking about alcohol. You know why? Because motherfuckers got stress, right? And of course, they are addicted to alcohol. You know what I mean? So alcohol has become a crutch, right? All-time lows. Wow, like, bro, like, dude, like, yo, fam, here we are, bro, here we are. Please, just send me location, send me location, you know, hey. Living, thriving, breathing, right, and evidently we want to be a multi-planetary species, right? We are sick and tired of Earth, and now we want to live in Mars, right? We want to go to Mars, and Elon Musk came through, and he was like, hey. In the beginning, um, you know, a lot of people are going to die on Mars. A lot of people. So buckle the fuck up. Okay, he came out and said, yo, Mars is rough. Mars is fucking rough. So buckle the fuck up. You know? All time lows. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Soldier Boy is out there hitting all time highs. He's back at number one. Right, his song, um, She Make a Clap, is number one on the fucking billboard. Salute to Soldier Boy, a fucking legend, all-time highs. 
in these here all time lows. You know? And brav, you know, a little fucking story came out last week that um, South African police have killed twice as many people as those killed by police officers in the U.S. since 2017. Rape by police officers in South Africa has increased by 44%, while the torture of civilians has increased by 24%. All-time highs, fucked up, all-time lows. You know? Our police, you know, out here fucking killing people at a thousand miles per hour. And you know what's crazy? Most of our police are black. So black people are being killed by other black people. All time lows. Feel me? All time lows. And um, did you see that the U.S. is going to share its vaccine leftovers? Y'all saw that shit, huh? In the coming months, the White House will share up to 60 million doses of um, AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine with foreign countries. Did y'all see that shit? They're going to give the rest of the world their fucking leftovers. (coughs) 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 They are AstraZeneca leftovers. Bruh, nobody wants... The AstraZeneca vaccine. Okay? And now the US is going to give the world their fucking AstraZeneca vaccine leftovers. Why? Because the US is getting the best vaccines. Right? They're getting the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine. And who gives a fuck about the rest of the world? As long as America is fine. Right? In the eyes of Americana. As long as America is fine, who gives a fuck about the rest of the world? Right? American citizens are going to get the best. Right? Pfizer and Moderna. And I know, I know some people in America got this fucking Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Right? Joe Biden got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And and he's out there worried, you know? He's he's worried about getting blood clots. But it is what it is. All-time lows. Right? Uh, you guys get the best, and the rest of the world, you know, gets rejects. You know, I don't want these. Right? We don't want these fucking AstraZeneca defective shits. We don't want these things. Right? And where it is, the AstraZeneca vaccine, you know, is not that effective. You know, there's, there's debates. It causes blood clots. Like, dude, the AstraZeneca vaccine has a lot of problems. And motherfuckers are still debating about it, and it's just, it's tiring. You know, all I know is, you know, humanity has hit an all-time low. You know, all-time lows. You feel me? You see, fam, like, this is why we all need a cause. (laughs) Right? This is why we all need a fucking cause, bruv. Right? We all need to fucking save the puppies and, you know, dedicate our lives to fucking... You know, curing cholera or malaria or some shit. I don't know. Right? <laughs> we all need to be like fucking Malala Yousafzai or fucking Greta Thunberg. Legit. We all need a cause. All facts. Right? Because like, bro, like, dude. A man without a cause is just, you know, just, it's just fucking languishing. Just fucking wasting away. Honestly, bruv. 
a man without a cause ends up shaving his wife or his girlfriend's vagina on Instagram. We all need a cause before we lose our fucking minds, bruv. Right? We all need a fucking cause. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Right? We all need a cause or we end up talking about, you know, how fucking white we are to the black kids and how black we are to the white kids. Bruh, when mixed kids say that, I just want to kill myself. Right? They like saying shit like that. Mixed fucking kids, bruv. They be like, yeah, like growing up, I was too white for the black kids and too black for the white kids. I had no identity. How about just shut the fuck up? Get, like, dude, get a cause. Get a fucking cause. I mean, bro, like, dude, like, dude, humanity is just hitting all time lows. Lows, bruv, plural. Lows. It's just fucking low after low after low after low after low after low. Dude, it's every week with this shit. Every fucking week. You know? Like, dude, like, we all need a fucking cause. Like Vic Mensa. Right? He's got a fucking cause. And his cause is simple. Right? Just... Just smash then. Just fucking fucking you know, just fucking pipe. You know, just fucking pipe down these fucking just just fucking grab just fucking just fucking rip them to smithereen. Just 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 fuck these bantu cheeks. Okay? He's here to fucking learn about bantu cheeks. Bruh, yo, listen, listen. The apartheid government was fucked up. Okay, they did a lot of wrong, but brah, we have to thank the apartheid government for Bantu education. Because brah, just look at Vic Mensa, he's just, he's just learning and coming, learning and coming, learning and coming. Thank God for Bantu cheeks. No, oops, no, I'm sorry. Thank God for Bantu education. God, thank you, God. I can't be here without your guidance and your protection. Like for my mum, thank you so much for pouring into me. You gave me everything. You gave me your factory settings, <laughs> so I can stand at my fullest height. Um, love to my sister, love to my niece, my friends, my family, everyone I love from London Town to Kampala. Um, like to thank my team. Um, incredible support. Bro, we out here. Yo. Man. Man. It's good. Come on, Dan. Ryan. Zinzi. Sev. Proximity. Everyone at Proximity. Charles King, man. Everyone at Macro. Bron, participant. Nigel, everyone at Warner Brothers. Thank you so much for everything you poured into this. Everything you poured into this. It's so hard to make a film. 
and make a film about a man like this. And, and they made it possible. They made it happen. Um, I share this honor with um, uh, the gift that is Lakeith Stanfield, um, the light that is, yeah, yeah. The light that is Dominique Fishback. The incredible cast, the incredible crew, you know what I mean? Lucas Brothers are starting a journey. Will Burson, I see you. You know, it's so, it's so incredible to look around you, to look around you and just go, you're inspired by not only what they do, but who they are. So that's amazing. Chairman Fred Jr. and Mama Akua, thank you so much for allowing us into your life and into your story. Thank you, thank you for trusting us, you know, with your truth. I appreciate you deeply, and it's an honor to, to partner up and, and stand side by side with you. And to Chairman Fred Hampton, bro, man, man, what a man, what a man. How blessed we are that, that we lived in a lifetime where he existed, do you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, thank you for your light. He was on this earth for 21 years, 21 years, and he found a way to feed kids, breakfast, educate kids, give free medical care, against all the odds. He showed, he showed me, he taught me. Him, Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale, the Black Panther Party, they showed me how to love myself. And with that love, they overflowed it to the black community and, and to other communities. And they showed us that the power of union, power of unity, that when they play divide and conquer, we say unite and ascend. Thank you so much for sharing me myself. And yeah, man, there's so much work to do, guys. And that's on everyone in this room. This ain't no single man job. That's some real. And I look to everyone, every single one of you. You've got work to do. Do you understand? And I'm going to get back to work Tuesday morning because tonight I'm going up. <laughs> We're going up. You know what I mean? We're enjoying ourselves tonight because we got to celebrate. We've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing. We're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My mom met my dad. They had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you understand? I'm here. You know what I mean? So I'm so happy to be alive. So I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate every single person in the room. Appreciate everyone watching at home. You know, love. Peace, love, and onwards. We go again. Appreciate it. You gave it up, right? I did. So. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them.
You're not aware of this? No, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression uh, that I, I got canceled? I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this is most a, shows Is this still down. CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. You would. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 million viewers. Okay. Last episode. Wait, don't take like it canceled. so bad. Well, that's a, that's a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens. <laughs> B-movie opens. resume in here for B-movie me? B-movie opens tomorrow. We'll be right back. My best world. Might as well, might as well, might as well, A cornucopia of truth. The truth is, these kids are fucked. Okay? Generation Z is fucked. Bruh, yo, just look at the landscape. Just look at what the fuck is going on out here, bruv. It's a sewer out here. These kids are lost in the sauce. These kids are lost in fatbergs. They are fucked. Okay? And bruv, Generation Z is gonna get a rude awakening. I see them TikToking, calling millennials boomers. Shut up, boomer. You guys are old. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But bruv, we are built for Cuban links. Yeah, bruv, listen, I could rather be a boomer millennial than be a fucking Generation Z. Legit. I wouldn't trade places with any of y'all. Oh, facts. These kids are knee-deep in the game with all the rules missing. And that shit is sad. It's sad. But eventually, they're going to grow up, right? Eventually, they're going to be the fucking older statesmen. And, bruv, yo, whoa, life is going to hit them, dude, like a ton of bricks. Legit. Bruh, listen, life comes at you fast. All facts. And bruv, yo, if you are older than 25, you have already learned that, right? Life comes at you fast. And these kids are not ready, bruv. All they've got is TikTok and YouTube unboxing videos. That's all they got. All they've got is fucking Jake Paul or whatever the fuck, right? That's all they've got. These kids are fucked. And bruh, they are not ready. These kids are not built for Cuban links. Legit. These kids are not built for Cuban links, bruv. Have you seen what's going on out here? These kids are lost in the sauce. It's a sewer, bruv. They are lost in this bullshit milieu, bruv. Even though their parents try their fucking hardest. To inculcate a sense of fucking responsibility. A sense of hard work. Right? A sense of hunger. These kids are not hungry. 
They could rather get on fucking Twitter and complain about how fucked up the world is. They could rather get on Twitter and complain about millennials and boomers. Oh, they fucked the world up. The boomers and the millennials fucked the world up. Right? That's all they know. Listen, bruv, yo, fam, all I'm saying is buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. You feel me? These kids are not ready for what's coming. <laughs> and speaking of coming, evidently Willow Smith, you know, is out there coming buckets. <laughs> right? Willow Smith was out there leading her family. Right? In a fucking in-depth discussion about navigating polyamory. Honey, for many younger people like Willow, the answer is no. <laughs> Instead, they are choosing polyamory, which means having multiple emotional and romantic partners at the same time. This has been a journey for you, Miss Willow. How did you make this decision? With polyamory, I feel like the main foundation is the freedom to be able to create a relationship style that works for you and not just stepping into monogamy because that's what everyone around you says is the right thing to right. do. So right. I was like, how can I structure the way that I approach relationships with that in mind? Yeah. Yeah. Also doing research into polyamory, the main reasons why monogamous relationships or why marriage why divorces happen is infidelity. Yeah. yeah. For somebody like me, it feels like it's really all just centered around I mean, I'll give sex. you an example. Let's say you haven't always been the kind of person that wanted to have sex all the time, mm -hmm. but your partner is. Right. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna be the person to say, you know, just because I don't have these needs, you can't have them either? Right. Yeah. And right. so that's kind of one of the reasons why I actually was interested in poly because I was introduced to it through kind of a non-sexual lens. Right. Okay. In my friend group, I'm the only polyamorous person and I have the least sex <laughs> out of all of my friends. So how did you feel when I told you that I was polyamorous? When you were like, hey, this is my get down, I was like, I totally get it. Wanting to set up your life in a way that you can have what it is that you want I think anything goes as long as the intentions are clear. You know it, what I mean? To everyone yeah. involved to everyone, and to yourself. Really more to yourself Self. than anything, yeah. right? And I know that there's a lot of beauty that sits outside of the conventional boxes. Let's not negate just the simple, um, because there, there are- The mm. fuck are you talking about? Mm. The fuck are you talking about? She came out, right, as polyamorous. She fucking spilled her guts on a red table and bruv, listen, it got bloody. It got bloody. Her fucking granny was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Willow Smith was like, listen, granny, I have multiple sexual partners. It is what it is. I don't believe in monogamous relationships. I want to fuck everything that's out there. Right? Like, bruh, Generation Z, you guys are fucked. Literally and figuratively, bruv. And listen, according to Generation Z, when all else fails, right, become gender fluid. When all else fails, become gender fluid. When all else fails, become gender non-binary. When all else fails, become an it. <laughs> right? A they. You feel me? Become legion. Becoming us. Legit, bruv. 
It's crazy out here, bruv. It's fucking crazy. These kids are not ready for what's coming. And listen, bruv, I am not saying that Generation Z needs to move like, you know, they're fucking puritanical grannies. No. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, we need some fucking order out here, bruv. Legit. And listen, I have nothing against Willow Smith coming out as polyamorous. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Go to Utah for all I care. Become a fucking Mormon for all I care. I don't give a flying fuck. All I'm saying is, there needs to be some order out here, bruv. Because, bruv, the current state of things is just fucking chaotic. It's chaotic, bruv. Fam, Willow Smith's grandmother was just sitting there like, what's happening? What the fuck is going on? What happened to self-respect? Well, granny, self-respect is gone. These kids are out here fucking anything and everything. It is what it is. Right? And listen, fam, I am not saying that Willow Smith... Should get married and start a family. No. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. All I'm saying is. Shit is just getting chaotic out here, bruv. That's all I'm saying. Shit is getting chaotic. Shit is getting out of hand, bruv. Fam, this is what happens. Right? When you don't have a complete girlhood. This is what happens. You feel me? This is what happens, bruv. These kids are young. Right? These kids are super fucking young and, and, and they have to deal with fucking Black Lives Matter and LGBTQI shit and transitioning and politics. They're super young. These kids should be out there just fucking, you know, doing young people shit. Right? No wonder these kids got anxiety, depression. They're fucked. These kids are fucked. These are all facts. And listen, bruv, I don't mean to get all fucking preachy. Legit, I don't mean to sound like this. All I'm saying is, bruv, what happened to just being a kid? Right? Like, bruh, yo, fam, how old is Willow Smith? What, 20 years old? 21 years old? Right? And she already feels responsible for, like, the world. She already feels responsible for society. And life shouldn't be like that. I mean, bruv, look at Greta Thunberg. Fam, do you know what the fuck I was doing at Greta Thunberg's age? Bruh, I was having fun. I was playing FIFA, talking about video games, watching movies, right? Studying or some shit. Did I start a business then? Yes, but bruv, that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is, I wasn't concerned about politics and fucking climate change. Nah! Right? I wanted to enjoy my youth. I wanted to enjoy my teenagers. These kids are fucked. They are fucked. That's all I'm saying. They are fucked. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. Legit, bruv. You know? Legit. I'm just saying. Buckle the fuck up. Legit, bruv. 
Fam, yo, yo, listen. You know, bruv, like, growing up, like, dude, death was always around the corner for us. Legit. But, bro, we were out there. You feel me? Like, we had complete boyhoods. Death was always around the corner. We were always playing with danger, bruv. Do you know how many times I almost died? Yo, fam, countless, countless times. All facts, but, bruv, I'm still here, dog. I'm still here. Right? I'm still here. You feel me? I have great life experience. I had fun. These kids out here, man, I don't know, bruv. I really don't fucking know. You know? I really don't fucking know what's going on out here. Legit. All I know is, you know, these kids are fucked and the world is fucked. Bruh, last week, Tuesday, marked the darkest day in India's COVID-19 battle. They had over 360,000 new cases. And around 3,200 deaths. Bruh. Yo, fam. Those numbers are crazy. The largest number recorded during the pandemic for them, bruh. The death toll is above 200,000. Motherfuckers are clocking out. Legit. Motherfuckers are clocking the fuck out. <coughs> <coughs> India is going through a lot, bruv. Honestly. Motherfuckers are out there buying oxygen tanks and fucking ventilators on the black market. Right? It's getting crazy over there, bruv. And oh, oh, listen to this one, right? They only have 24 ICU beds available for COVID-19 patients. 24 ICU beds. In a country of 1.3 billion people. Think about it, bruv. Right? Only 24 ICU beds are available for COVID-19 patients. 24 out of 4,794. They only have 4,794 ICU beds throughout the whole of India. Only 4,794 ICU beds are available. Let that shit sink in. India is a country of 1.3 billion people. And only 4,794 ICU beds are available over there. And out of that 4,794, only 24 ICU beds have been made available to COVID-19 patients. Bruh, listen. Uh, yo, talk about bad governance. And fam, listen, like, yo... This is not just happening in India. This is happening worldwide. Right? This is happening in the USA. This is happening in South Africa. Like, bruh, I really don't fucking get it, bruh. What's the point? Like, what's the fucking point of having presidents and prime ministers and fucking politics? Like, bruh, what's the point? What do these people do, bruh? What do politicians do? Let's just, like, bruh, let's just really ask these fucking tough questions, bruv. Let's ask these questions because I think, bruv, the more we ask them, the more, you know, motherfuckers will be forced to answer them. What the fuck do they do? Right? What the fuck do they do? Like, bruh, this is bad governance. 
How the fuck do you have 4,794 ICU beds in a country of 1.3 billion people? That shit right there, bro, that is criminal. That shit right there is fucking criminal. Point blank. Done. Criminal. This is crazy, man. You know? It's fucking crazy. Motherfuckers are out there buying essential medicines. On the black market. That shouldn't be happening in a country like India. Motherfuckers always brag about being the biggest democracy in the world. Shut the fuck up! Save your people! Save your people! Narendra Modi! Jesus fucking Christ, bruv! I really don't know, man. You know? I really don't fucking know, fam. You know? Did y'all see that um, a geologist by the name of Barbara Sherwood Lola um, discovered the oldest water on earth? Let that sink in, bruv. The oldest water on earth in a Canadian mine, right? Word is the water is 1.6 billion years old. Fam, listen, I'm thirsty. Uh. All facts, bruv. I'm fucking thirsty. Thirsty, bruv. I have never been this thirsty in my life. I want to sip that world. Hey, bro, listen, listen, listen. I want to sip that world. All facts. All fucking facts, bruv. Yo, I'm thirstier than South African women when they see the new VW Golf 8 GTI, bruv. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. Give me the water. I'm thirsty. Give me the water, bruv. Give me the water. And bro, like, yo, fam, dude, do yourself a favor. Google the oldest water on earth. Fam, dude, like, yo, yo, yo. That water looks mystical. Legit. It looks like fucking truth serum, bruv. 1.6 billion years old. Bro, listen. Yo, somebody call Coca-Cola, bruv. If I was Coca-Cola, I was gonna cop this water. Legit. I was gonna cop this fucking water. 1.6 billion years old, bruv. I want to sip it a sip. I want to taste it. I want to fucking taste it. Legit, somebody please call Barbara. The fuck is going on? I want to sip this water, bruv. I got my fucking straw ready, nigga. Legit. Right? I got my fucking straw ready. And my little fucking umbrella, nigga. Ella, Ella, nigga. Give me the water. Give me the fucking water. The blacks are here now. <laughs> Give me the water. Give me the fucking water. Jesus, bruv. 1.6 billion years old. That shit is crazy, bruv. The oldest water on earth. Wow. Damn, bruv. I've never been this thirsty in my life. I'm fucking thirsty. Legit. You know? Fam. Yo, last week, right? The fucking VW Golf 8 GTI landed in South Africa. Right? It landed in South Africa. And um, the moment the pictures of the new Golf 8 GTI started fucking, you know, rolling out on social media. Bruh, motherfuckers started panicking. Right? Dudes were out here hiding their girlfriends. Hiding their wives. Hiding their fucking daughters because VW is about to release the Golf 8 GTI. Bruh, listen. Y'all niggas should be ashamed. 
Okay? Y'all niggas should be fucking embarrassed. Legit. What the fuck? Dude, what happened to confident man? What happened to confidence? Huh? What happened to self-belief? What happened to trust? I know what happened. Right? Trust went away the moment you motherfuckers started fucking dating women, you know, who are highly scoopable. <laughs> right? You motherfuckers are out there dating women or marrying women or birthing women who are highly scoopable. Right? Women who are into material shit. Women who are always fucking chasing the next big thing. That's the problem here. So, of course, you motherfuckers don't trust your girlfriends, wives, or daughters. Y'all don't. Right? And y'all know that you guys married hoes. Right? And if you are a father to a hoe, bro, listen, you know that your daughter is a fucking hoe. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right? It is what it is. And nine times out of ten, right? Hoism. Ha <laughs> ha. It's fucking genetic, right? You know your daughter is a hoe because back in the days, you were out here just hoeing yourself, right? You were out here fucking hoeing yourself out. It is what it is, way, not yourself. These are all facts, bro. These are all fucking facts. So when I saw dudes panicking because VW Volkswagen, <laughs> right? Because Volkswagen. Is about to release a new car. When I saw you motherfuckers panicking because a new car is about to pull up and y'all know that when niggas start driving those cars, then niggas are going to scoop your fucking daughters and wives up. Dude, when I saw y'all panic, I was like, dude, listen, hey, hey, bruh, you made the fucking bed, right? Now lie in it. Lie in it, bruh. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. You feel me? You wife the hoe, so deal with it. Bismillah. Inshallah. Ramadan. Kareem. All facts. You know? I'm here now, bruv. I'm fucking here. Legit. We just live in a crazy time, bruv. My community is just in this fucking weird state of limbo, bruv. Legit. Right? It's as if we fell into a fucking black hole. Ha <laughs> ha! Right, I'm black, so, you know. Excuse the pun. It's as if we fell into a fucking black hole, bruv. Motherfuckers be out there panicking because a new VW is out. I mean, bruh, what the fuck? Like, do better. Do better. Okay? Do better. It's crazy, man. Right? And fam, yo, yo, talking about black shit. Bruh, yo, one of my oldest friends, right? Like, fam, he's Baba Black shit. Legit. Oh, shit. I think my little bro is here, bro. I gotta go. I just took a little excursion with my little brother. As you guys all know by now that um, I don't drive. Maui Mao is a god amongst men. I don't drive, bro. I get driven around by my family members because they fuck with me. Right? 
I get driven around. It is what it is. Hey, listen, bruh. I fucking won this life thing. I won. I fucking won. Right? I don't drive, but my little brother does. So, you know, he's my little big brother. It's all good. Right? I like that shit. I'm fucking progressive. And listen, bruv, my little brother is a Generation Z. Right? But he's fucking awesome. Right? He's a Generation Z, albeit an awesome one. Legit, bruv. And listen, fam. Yo, yo, fam, yo. He's a rare breed. Okay? Because Generation Zs just fucking suck. They just fucking suck. So my little brother pulled up and, um, you know, we took a little fucking excursion. We went to the Johannesburg CBD, right? Um, I went to uh to go pick up a few packages of mine, um, from a takealot.com pickup point. Um, they got these little, you know, these little fucking stores, right? Where people can pull up and and pick up their packages. You order online and you go over there to go pick up your packages. So it's all good. Hey yo, take a lot. Listen, man, you guys are doing a good job. Right, your fucking pickup point in Johannesburg, um, at the F and B City, right? F and B City, I think that's what it's called. Um, it is incredible. It's beautiful. I love the service. You know, the people over there are friendly and Earthing Blue, I got my packages, safe and sound. And um, all is well. You know, on this here planet, all is well, bruv. Right? All is well in the fucking universe. Now, bruv, where the fuck was I? Huh? I was talking about a friend of mine. Um, who is basically Baba Black shit Because that dude is one of the blackest people I know That fucking dude Listen, listen, I'm black Okay I'm black like the next guy But bruh <laughs> I ain't black like this guy Okay He's into all, like, everything black Legit, everything black By that I mean, like He fucks with ignorant black shit Bruh He bought a car Right a fucking Avanza. <laughs> right? The Avanza is all white. If you don't know what an Avanza is, just fucking Google it. Okay? Just Google the fucking Avanza. It is what it is. Just Google the word Avanza. 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 Get fine, man. Right? And you'll see it. But I digress. Homeboy bought himself an Avanza. And he's out there kitting out the car, bro. I'm talking new rims. New seats, okay? New sound system. New lights, bruv. His car is out here looking like a fucking nightclub. I mean, bruv, like, dude, fam, like, why? Why? You know, he got multicolored lights in the car. It is what it is. Bruv, listen, ignorant black shit and ignorant Japanese shit are synonymous. Oh, and also... Ignorant Indian shit are synonymous because black people, Japanese people, and Indian people just love kitting out their cars. I don't know why. I don't know why. They just love flashy shit. They love flashing lights. Bruh, Indian people in South Africa be dropping the fucking suspension on their cars. Their fucking bumpers be literally... Scraping on the tarmac. Motherfuckers be struggling to go up the fucking hump. I mean, bruh, why? Why? Exee, bruh, exee. Exee, bruh, like, slant it like that, bruh. It's cool. 
listen to the sound. They love it when the fucking sound hits like that. Like, bro, why? Why? You're making the fucking earth shake. What's going on, bro? You know, but I fucking digress. So, bro, recently, my homeboy, right? My Avanza nigga. <laughs> right? My Avanza nigga recently posted new pictures of his uh, beloved Avanza. Right? And he added the fucking epitome or the pinnacle of ignorant black shit. Okay? He added a bicycle car wreck on his Avanza. You can't let that sink in. He added a bicycle car wreck. And bruh, this fucking guy is not a cyclist. No. He just added the bicycle rack for fun. Because it looks cool on the car. Like, bruh, because it just looks nice. And listen, bruh, black people love doing that shit. They love installing bicycle car racks on their cars. Bicycle car racks and, of course, right, camping tents. Legit, bruh, like, fam, they love adding these rollable or foldable Right? Camping tents on the side of their fucking taxis. Bruh. Hey. And some people don't even know that the shit that's inside that little fucking silver thing is actually a tent. Right? They love installing those tent cylinders on their fucking taxis, bruv. And they don't even know that the shit that's in there is a fucking tent. It's meant to be rolled out. When you go out camping or whatever the fuck. I mean, brah, ignorant black shit. Okay? Ignorant black shit. It's crazy, bruv. My dude over here is not a cyclist. But he has a fucking bicycle car wreck. Why? 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 I mean, dude, why? Just because it looks cool. That's why. It just looks, you know, different, I guess. Ignorant black shit. Bruh, we need to do better, bruv. Okay? We need to do better as a people, bruv. Legit. I'm sick and tired, right? Of seeing my people just, just, just do ignorant black shit. Legit, bruv. I mean, look at Tyrese. Fam. Tyrese is too melanated for him to be doing silly shit like that on Instagram. Bruh, this fucking guy, I mean, dude, why are you shaving your girl's pussy on social media? Ignorant black shit. <laughs> Legit, bruv. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Right? My people just keep on hitting all-time lows. All-time fucking lows. Legit. You know? Legit, bro. Hey, listen. It is what it is. Right? My nigga, Ali Kotangote. Right? He's trying to hit all-time highs. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Stan Kroenke. How about just sell the fucking club? Okay? Just sell Arsenal to Ali Kotangote. It is what it is. Right? I saw that um Daniel Ek. Right? Spotify founder, Spotify CEO, Daniel Ek, 
He's an Arsenal fan. He wants to buy Arsenal. It is what it is, where it is. He has built up a fucking Avengers level team, right? To try to buy Arsenal. He's got Thierry Henry, he's got Patrick Vieira, right? They're out there. They finna buy the fucking club. But the Gronky family came out and said, nah, bruv, this club is not for sale. Even though Daniel and the fucking gang came out and said, listen, I have secured the funds. I got the bag. I'm ready to buy Arsenal ASAP. ASAP. But, bruv, listen, I don't like that, right? Sell the fucking club to a black dude. Sell the club to my nigga Ali Kodangote, bruv. My people are out here languishing. Legit, my people are out there shaving pussies on social media. We are languishing. Okay? We are sick and tired of hitting these all-time lows. We want to win. We want to catch a few W's. Legit, bruv. We finna catch a few W's. Right? Like Man City. Oh, bruv. Oh. That fucking first leg. Oh, my God. Hey, it was beautiful. What Manchester City did to PSG in that second half, bruv, I mean, it, it was a work of art, okay? It was a work of art. Listen, bruv, I am waiting for the second leg, okay? And if Manchester City beats PSG, right? And if Manchester City makes it to the UEFA Champions League final, bruv, I am going to record a Maui versus Paris. Legit. A Maui versus Paris. And I'm going to call it Maui versus Paris. The final nail in the coffin. Legit, bruv. Because we all know what's going to happen. Right? If Manchester City goes through to the final, PSG's done. Kylian Mbappe is going to bounce. Neymar is going to bounce too. It is what it is. So, bruv, let's wait for the second leg. Okay? The second leg is tomorrow. And bruv, dude, it's gonna get bloody. It's gonna get bloody. Phil Foden is out there looking like Messi in his prime. Right? Kevin DeBrain is out there looking like Yaya Toure in his prime. Bruh, it's about to go down. It's about to... Listen, bruh, listen. It's about to go down. Riyad Mahrez is out there looking like a fucking superstar. I mean, brah, give him the ballon d'or already. Let's just wait for the second leg. Let's just wait for the second leg, bruv. It's going to get bloody. My people are out here hitting all-time lows. Right? Our fucking finance minister, Tito Mbouin, came out and said that South Africa... Is not doing enough to tackle graft. Like, bro, what the fuck is he talking about? Why is he saying South Africa is not doing enough to tackle graft? Who's stealing from South Africa? Huh? They are stealing from South Africa. Facts. Not me. Right? Not my fucking Avanza, nigga. Not my little brother, nah. Tito Mboweni and his friends are stealing from South Africa, not us. Right? Not everyday South Africans, even though I'm not everyday. I mean, I'm just saying. 
right? I'm a man of the people, but, but let's just keep it a bug, right? I'm, you know what I mean? I'm different. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. But I fucking digress. Right? Tito Mboweni has got the fucking nerve to come out and say that South Africa is not doing enough to tackle graft. How about, hey, y'all are not doing enough to tackle graft. Y'all are not doing enough to tackle corruption. How about that? Not me and my people. My people are out here trying to survive. Language shit. Right? My people are out here trying to survive. Motherfuckers are out here installing bicycle car racks for no fucking reason. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. They're losing their fucking minds. I mean, look at them. Look at them. These niggas are not cyclists. No. They got pot bellies. Look at them. They're wasting away. Languishing. Right? Languishing. It's crazy, bruv. It's fucking crazy, bruv. Shit is not copacetic where I'm from. Motherfuckers are struggling. Motherfuckers are turning their cars into nightclubs. Languishing. Hitting all-time lows. Right? Hitting all-time lows. Diabetes is at an all-time high. COVID-19 is at an all-time high. Languishing. These niggas. Yo, bruh, these niggas don't have gua. But Tito Mbueni and his friends have a lot of gua. It is what it is. These are all facts. Right? Tito Mbueni and his friends are all farmers. And bruh, listen, corruption exists all over the world. Right? Early on, on this episode, I spoke about the beef between Ukraine and Russia. Right? And last week, right, federal investigators executed a search warrant at Rudy Giuliani's apartment, stepping up a criminal investigation into his dealings in Ukraine. So, bruv, corruption is everywhere. Corruption is in America. Corruption is in South Africa. Corruption is in Russia, China, right? India. Corruption is everywhere. It's in Myanmar. And those motherfuckers are supposed to be supporters of the Buddha. Right? It's crazy, bruv. Those motherfuckers are Buddhists. Right, you know, the queen um, listens to this uh, podcast, right? And she always corrects how I pronounce some things, right? Because usually I, I call Buddhists, Buddhists, <laughs> right? And she goes, no, 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 it is not Buddhist. It's Buddhist, right? Oh, oh, a Buddhist, right? Buddhist, <laughs> right? I don't know. I call them Buddhists. <laughs> Shake that ass. Shake that ass, Buddha. Shake that fucking ass, you fat fuck. Shake that ass. Legit. Everybody's shaking their asses for survival. Look at Cardi B. Look at Nicki Minaj. Everybody's shaking their ass. Even Saweetie is shaking her ass. Baby, go, Petty, go, go. Bitch, go on here, bitch, no. Bitch, go ahead and shake that ass. Go ahead and shake it. 
Bitch, go on here, bend over. Bitch, go ahead and shake that ass. Go ahead and shake it. Bitch, go on. No wonder she's at Blueface's concentration camp learning how to be a better artist. Stop shaking your ass so weedy, but the Buddha must shake his ass. That fat fuck must continue shaking his fucking ass. Look at his pot belly, the Buddha is definitely not a fucking cyclist. He's out there languishing. He's languishing. Oh, bro. My every rant is a work of art. My every rant is a masterpiece. Every episode is a fucking masterpiece. The Jebrov, the great Jeremiah. All facts. All facts. But I fucking digress. The nerve. The nerve of Tito Mboweni. The fucking nerve. It's crazy, bro. The fucking, the fucking nerve. The nerve. Right? And listen, bro. Listen. Okay, I'm traumatized by Jacob Zuma like the next looter, right? Because, you know, South Africa, ever since, you know, Titumbuini came out and said that South Africa is not doing enough to tackle graft, right? So evidently, we are all looters, all of us. So, bro, listen, I am traumatized by Jacob Zuma like the next looter, okay? But, bro, at some point, listen, bro, my point is, at some point, we have to let go, bruh. <laughs> Legit, we have to let go. At some point, we have to stop talking about Jacob Zoma, bruv. We have to. Right? So, bruv, listen. Hey, how about let's just let Mshalozi live. Leave him alone. Mshini wam, mshini wam. Let him cook. Right? That dude is a simple man. All he wants to do is loot and take showers. That's all he wants to do. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Right? The nerve of Tito Mboweni. The fucking nerve. Right? I mean, bruv, we all know that state-owned companies, such as South African Airways and ESCOM, are out there languishing. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. nigga. <laughs> they are plagued by mismanagement. And, bruv, it all started during Jacob Zuma's nine-year tenure. And, bruv, we all know what Jay-Z did. We all know what Jay-Z did, bruv. What Jacob Zuma did is gonna go into the fucking history books. Legit, bruv, he fucked this country up. But listen, bruv, they are all fucking it up. All of them. Right? Motherfuckers are now complaining about Cyril Ramaphosa. So evidently, these niggas are all the same. Right? My country just keeps on hitting all-time lows. All-time lows. Legit, bro. All-time lows. Just sad. This country is just fucking sad. Right? Cry, my beloved country, bro. Legit. This country is just sad. So, bro, therein lies the lesson. Therein lies the fucking lesson. Okay? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink the water. Okay? That's South Africa in a nutshell. Right? That's South Africa in a nutshell. And South Africa is the fucking horse in this case.
Bruh, yo, dude, we almost became great. Right? We almost became great, but we just dropped the ball. We just dropped the fucking ball. It is what it is. Right? So, fam, hey, when they go low, we go lower. We go lower. Hence, we are out here hitting all-time lows. All-time lows. Welcome to South Africa, Vic Mensa. Welcome to South Africa. Let's go. SOS, man. Screw, 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 The best rap. Ooh, 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 ooh
breathe. Oh, please give me some space to breathe. Woo, 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 woo. We are turning the. Is it just me or has autocracy gone mainstream? I mean, bruh, like, yo, I want you to think about it. All right, just take a few steps back and just observe, study, and analyze your environment. Right? We all need to study our fucking milieu. Because, bruv, yo, I'm noticing some weird patterns. The gen. I'm noticing some weird shit. I believe that we are now officially living through the globalization of dictatorial ideals. We are now living through the globalization of autocracy. All facts. Bruh, look around you. The whole world is starting to feel like a dictatorship. The whole world. Right? The whole world is starting to look weird. Somebody please call Kenya Barris. Because the whole world is starting to feel a bit China-ish. Right? A bit Russia-ish. A bit North Korea-ish. All facts. I'm just saying. Bruh. Yo. Yo, what's happening in Israel? It's just wild. I mean, dude. Israel is literally just leaning in on these fucking vaccine passports. They are leaning the fuck in. Last week, they rolled out vaccine passports for kids. Think about it. <laughs> right? For kids. Even though kids cannot get inoculated because, you know, scientists are still studying the fucking effects that these vaccines have on, on kids. Right? So their vaccine passports are going to piggyback off of their parents' vaccine passports. Like, bruh, it's just getting weird. And bruv, these vaccine passports are all apps. Right? So you know what that means, right? Right? Motherfuckers are out there getting fucking tracked all day, every day. They're out there getting tracked all day, every fucking day. Bruh, I'm talking location data, health data, ID data. And in the future, bruh, who the fuck knows? DNA data. <laughs> Legit, bruv. All I'm saying is, it's getting spooky out here, bruv. It's getting scary because... What Israel is doing with their fucking vaccine passport is what China has been doing with their social credit system. Right? There's no difference between the two systems. You feel me? There's no difference between the two systems. It's getting spooky, bruv. Now little Israeli kids gonna need vaccine passports to go play. They're going to need vaccine passports to go to the fucking movie theater. They're going to need vaccine passports to go to fucking restaurants. It's getting spooky, bruv. It's getting scary out here, fam. Legit. Hence, I'm so hard on Generation Z. Because 
These kids have this fucking kumbaya idea of the world. They live in um, the what could be of it all, not the what is of it all. I live in the what is, not the fucking ideal. No, there's no time to think about ideals. Call me a fucking cynic. Call me a fucking curmudgeon. I don't care. All I'm saying is, it's getting spooky out here, bruv. Call me a fucking pessimist. Who gives a flying fuck? Label me whatever the fuck you want to label me. All I'm saying is, the reality of things ha, is scary as fuck. Legit. It's getting scary out here, bruv. Buckle the fuck up. It's getting scary. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm just a fucking messenger. Okay? I'm just a messenger, and I'm here to warn all of y'all. Right? <laughs> I'm here to warn all of y'all. It's about to get wild out here, bruv. Legit. Right? And other countries evidently want to fucking adopt vaccine passports as well, bruh. It's about to get wild. And listen, listen. I don't think that vaccine passports are going to get abolished once COVID-19 has been neutralized. Right? I think vaccine passports are here to stay. And they're going to be applied onto every part of our lives. Right? In the future, maybe you won't be able to buy a house without a vaccine passport. Right? You won't be able to do anything. Like, bruh, dude, I don't know. The future of employment, the future of jobs is looking scary. The future of education is looking scary. The future of socializing is looking scary. And bruv, the future of globalization is looking scary. Bruh, the world is so interconnected that these fucking vaccine passports are going to literally, literally, like, turn economies inside out. All facts. A lot of money is going to be lost, but also a lot of money is going to be made. Right? Because when one person struggles... There's always somebody benefiting from that shit. Right? I mean, look at Ukraine. There's a whole war over there. And guess who's benefiting from that? Vladimir Putin. Right? And he's fucking acolytes. And he's retinue of maniacs. Bruh, it's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. Okay? And listen, bruv, I, I'm not here to, you know... Scare y'all. No, I'm just here to give y'all the facts. These are the facts. <laughs> These are the facts. I'm here, I'm now, here nigga. now, nigga. <laughs> Fam, I wish I had the capacity to function solely on ideals. Right? I wish I could function on kumbaya mode. But I can't. Because there's nothing sweet out here, bruv. I wish I could talk about what could be. I wish I could fucking talk about, you know, this grand idea of a utopia. Heaven on earth. But that shit doesn't exist. Right? That shit doesn't exist because 
The reality is there's nothing sweet out here, bro. Legit. And fam, Israel is going through a lot. Right? Netanyahu is out there trying to hold on to power. You feel me? He's trying to hold on to power. Right? He's out there trying to fucking form a ruling coalition of political parties. You feel me? So that he can remain um, as the prime minister of Israel. Fam, you know, everything is a fucking power play. Meanwhile, meanwhile, right, 44 people died in a fucking stampede, right, at some religious gathering. Motherfuckers were out there celebrating a quote-unquote minor holiday called Lagboma, right? And a bunch of people died. Why? Because over a hundred thousand people attended this fucking religious event. Bruh, I mean, hey, Israel, the fuck is going on over there? Bruh, everything is happening at once. Everything. Everything is happening at once. And, and listen, bruv, I, I really don't know, fam. Listen, I'm losing faith in a lot of shit. The future is looking bleak. Legit. Right? This road we are on is getting more and more opaque by the day. Buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. And talking about buckling up. Bruh, like, let's just keep it a buck, right? Let's just be honest. Um, at this rate, Ben Affleck is Jennifer Lopez's bitch. Facts. These are all facts. Let's just call it what it is. Okay? Ben Affleck is now J-Lo's bottom bitch. It is what it is. Right? Why do I say this? Well, you know, Ben Affleck got picked up. By a white Escalade SUV that allegedly belongs to Jennifer Lopez, right? The car scooped him up, and then it took him to uh, J-Lo's um, mansion, right? So he had this rape, bruv. Fam, Jennifer Lopez just broke up with A-Rod, right? Like, she just broke up with A-Rod. And she's already, you know, riding Ben Affleck, Batman. It's crazy, bruv. Right? It's fucking wild. Whole swag, zero dark 30, bruh. All I'm saying is Ben Affleck is out there getting picked up like a bitch. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right? Because, bruv, yo, yo, they've been dating on and off, on and off, bruh. What's going on with Jennifer Lopez? She can't keep a man, bruh. She can't keep a man. Right? And many people be out there calling her the most beautiful woman of all time. Well, Mrs. Beautiful Woman of all time, why can't you keep a man? Bruh, do you know how many ugly bitches are all wifed up out here, bruh? A lot of ugly women are wifed up. What's wrong with Jennifer Lopez? What's wrong? Evidently, there's something wrong with Jennifer Lopez. That's all I'm saying. Right? That's all I'm saying. She rocked that fucking Versace dress and it all went downhill from there. Right? 
She became a fucking sex symbol. A toy. Right? Something that niggas desire. But once they get, they don't want to keep. That's all I'm saying. Ben Affleck is Jennifer Lopez's bottom bitch. <laughs> Legit. Bro, it's getting scary out here. It's getting fucking scary, bruv. It's getting scary. Legit, I'm fucking worried, bruv. I'm worried. The future worries me. All facts. All right? And, bruv, yo, I saw this fucking article on Forbes magazine, right? All right? They were out there saying, um, oh, yo, you know, since Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod have, have split up, Let's, let's, let's fucking analyze their finances, right? Let's take a fucking look inside their half a billion dollar fortune. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? They were like, oh yeah, let's talk about how this fucking breakup is going to affect their business empires. Like, what is Forbes talking about? Like, like, bruh, Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod weren't married. They were engaged, but it never happened. Right? They split up. That's it. Full stop. Like, dude, people, we just live in a crazy world. Right? Two people who evidently, you know, loved each other or liked or tolerated each other, you know, have broken up. And here comes Forbes talking about their fucking half a billion dollar fortune. We don't give a fuck about that shit, bruv. All we care about is the fact that Jennifer Lopez just split from A-Rod and she's already fucking Ben Affleck, right? It is what it is. Hey, listen, hey, do you, right? Do you. It's a beautiful thing, I guess, right? So Ben's a girl. So Ben's a girl. It's crazy, man. You know, Israel is out there rolling out vaccine passports for kids. You know, like, like... <laughs> I don't get it. You know? I really don't. I really don't. Meanwhile, AstraZeneca is just fucking fumbling the ball. What the fuck? Like, dude, what's going on, bruv? Huh? What's happening? What's, what the fuck is going on? AstraZeneca just keeps on fucking up. Right? Where it is, AstraZeneca has struggled to assemble vaccine data for FDA authorization. Delaying efforts to get U.S. approval. I mean, like, dude, does AstraZeneca have a vaccine or not? Are they scamming? Like, bro, is AstraZeneca scamming? Like, like, fam, yo, R.I.P. to Bernie Madoff, a real one! Bruh, yo, fam, is AstraZeneca... Scamming the world. What's like, bro? What the fuck is going on with their vaccine? Do they have a working vaccine? Yes or no? Or are they selling Panado? Huh? Are they selling fucking headache medicine? What's going on? What's going on? The fuck is happening? I mean, bro. Yo, dude. Hey, AstraZeneca, get your shit together, bro. That's all I'm saying. The fuck is happening? What the fuck? I mean, dude, what's going on? Right? And, bro, listen. The fact that AstraZeneca doesn't really have a working vaccine doesn't affect the rich countries of the world. It affects the poor countries. Right? 
a bunch of poor countries joined COVAX. You feel me? COVAX is this fucking vaccine organization, um, you know, that's meant to provide or supply poor countries with vaccines. But bruv, if you were to study the numbers, right, if you were to fucking look at the books, what you'll find is that COVAX is struggling to deliver vaccines. Okay? I mean, bruv, listen to this, bruv. I've got the fucking data. For the number of COVAX vaccine deliveries that have been made to each country thus far. Let's go. Right? COVAX has only delivered 117,000 vaccines to Ukraine. Right? They've delivered 364,800 vaccines to Algeria. 3.9 million vaccines to Nigeria. 300,000 vaccines to Somalia, 228,000 vaccines to Zambia, 1 million vaccines to Brazil, 393,600 vaccines to Peru, 361,800 to Colombia. Right? Can you, can you hear that shit, bruv? Like, COVAX... Hasn't delivered Let's just keep it a buck I mean Africa has over a billion people Right Africa alone But if you were to look at the numbers What you'll find is that COVAX has only delivered Just under 5 million vaccines In Africa (laughs) Right A continent of a billion people Right and then if you were to study their fucking global numbers, what you'll find is that COVAX has only delivered just below 10 million vaccines. So, bruv, what the fuck is going on? Huh? They've only delivered just under 10 million vaccines overall. What the fuck is going on? We all know what's happening, right? 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 High-income countries are hoarding all of the fucking vaccines. That's exactly what's happening there. Because if you were to look at the number of vaccines that COVAX has delivered, right? And then you compare those numbers with the numbers of vaccines that the United States has access to. It's crazy. The USA has given out around 231 million vaccine doses. Let that sink in. Right? And high-income countries alone have secured around 4.7 billion vaccine doses. Right? When we are talking about high-income countries, we are talking about Canada. Right? The United Kingdom, New Zealand, Australia. Right? The United States. That's who we are talking about. Israel. Israel is a rich country. We live in a crazy town, bruv. Hence, I always say, buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up. Right? And, bruh, like, yo, dude, as wealthy as America is, like, their fucking healthcare system is, is a fucking disaster. I saw some scary things with regards to their fucking healthcare system. They, yo, dude, it's bloody over there. 
The USA is bloody. It gets crazy over there, bruv. Fam, yo, the average price of insulin per unit in the USA is $98.70. Right? If you were to compare that number with a country like Australia, I mean, dude, it's insane. Dude, the average price of insulin per unit in Australia is $6.94. In the UK, it's $7.52. In France, it's $9.08. In Germany, it's $11. Canada, $12. Japan, $14.40. The USA, $98.70. Let that shit sink in. The cost of health care per capita is insane in America. They've got the highest amongst wealthy countries. They're number one. Annual cost of health care per capita in the USA is $11,072. Right? When you compare that with you know, wealthy countries or other wealthy countries, Switzerland is only 7,000. Germany, 6,000. Netherlands, 5,000. Canada, 5,000. Brah, you get the fucking point. You get the point, right? Annual cost of healthcare per capita in Singapore is 2,824, right? 2,824 US dollars. Brah, I saw this scary image of some girl who posted um on a I think on a subreddit. Yay! The image was of a medical bill that she had received from a hospital that she was giving birth at. And bruv, on that bill she highlighted something odd. Right? Something crazy. You feel me? And it reads as follows. Skin to skin after C-section. $39.35. Let that sink in. Skin to skin after C-section. Cost her $39.35. So basically, this mother who just Delivered life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who just gave birth. To a whole human being. Had to pay $39.35. To hold her baby. After he was born. That's America. That's fucking America. I mean bruh. Listen. I don't. Fucking no, bruv. That's America. That's fucking America. I mean, dude, like, America just keeps on hitting all-time low after all-time low. Bruh, this is some scary shit. America is a scary-ass country, bruv. Legit, their healthcare system is a fucking disaster. It's a scam. Right?
It's a fucking scam. Like AstraZeneca and Tesla. Tesla, bro. Yo, listen. Elon Musk is a fucking scammer, bro. That fucking dude is a scammer. Tesla makes more money from Bitcoin. Legit. They make more money from trading Bitcoin than they do from selling cars. <laughs> Legit. These are all facts. These are all fucking facts. Legit. Facts. And also, 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 Tesla makes a lot of money from selling emissions credits. <laughs> Legit. They sell emissions credits to other car makers. In fact, last quarter, Tesla made $518 million from selling emissions credits. Now, bruv, if you don't know what the fuck emissions credits are, listen, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Because it's a fucking scam. Legit, right? The fucking idea goes like this, right? If you are an EV maker, like Tesla, you make electric vehicles, right? The math goes, for every EV you make, you gain emissions credits, right? Now, Tesla makes a lot of cars, so they have a lot of emissions credits. They have a fucking surplus of emissions credits. Now, when you have a lot of emissions credits, you are able to sell these emissions credits to car makers, right, to other car makers that sell gas-guzzling cars. Like, bruh, I don't know how this shit is legal, but it is. Right? You are able to sell these fucking emissions to other car makers. Right? And these car makers don't make EVs. No. So, bruh, hey, listen. America. <laughs> okay? America. Bruh, the whole fucking idea, the, the math, the accounting, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. The idea of emissions credits makes zero fucking sense. It's stupid. Right? And I get it. You have to fucking incentivize people to make greener products. I get it. But emissions credits don't make sense. They really don't. Right? They really don't. Like, like, dude, like, just look at the fucking numbers. They don't. And the fact that EV makers can sell these credits to non-EV car makers. I mean, huh? And, bro, yo, are these non-EV car makers buying these fucking credits as a way to sort of, like, greenwash their books? Is that it? Like, I, what's going on? Right? Like, brah, like, dude, all of these things are a fucking scam. Like, brah, like, and, and the fact that money is a thing, it's a scam. Right? All eight billion of us have been co-opted by a handful of white men who linked up in fucking New Hampshire, right? Bretton Woods, and discussed this fucking new system, this new financial system. To run the fucking world. I mean, bruh, the fact that it's a thing, the fact that all of us have been co-opted by a handful of white men 
to live and die by fiat is, is, is asinine. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. Right? Money. Money. Money fucked the world up. Money. The reason why humanity is at an all-time low is because of money. And bro, listen, the reason why I'm at an all-time low, bro, I'm only hitting all-time lows is because Barcelona is just, just, you know, like, dude, like that fucking Granada game. I mean, what the fuck? You know? And the fact that the Lakers are just looking like, I don't know, bro, the Lakers are just looking trash. Right, LeBron is back, AD is back, but evidently something is wrong. Right? And Arsenal lost to Villarreal. What the fuck is going on here? Listen, bro, I get it. Right, we got a fucking away goal, but listen, it's not enough. Fucking languishing. I'm languishing. I'm out here just hitting all-time lows. All-time lows. Right? Maybe I, maybe I need more money. Right? Maybe I need to start scamming. Maybe that will make me happy. Maybe I need to join the game. Like Bernie Madoff. Maybe I need to show the world what the fuck I'm made of. All facts. Oh, all time lows. Fuck. I'm just an uptown boy. <laughs> Out here hitting all these all time lows. <laughs> because I know. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. But Ching Chang too. Baby girl, come here, let me to you. Uh, I don't wear caps, cause I'm not a caper. To tell the truth, I'm the best rapper. Uh, uh, she gives me cuckoo. I make it. Make that cuckoo. I make that cuckoo. Yeah. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's, 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 it's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding.
you know what? We are going to start with that breaking news that is just reaching us here on Sky Sports News. And Arsenal fans, listen in, uh, because we've just heard from the Spotify chairman and chief executive. That is Daniel Ek. You'll all be very aware of who he is. Uh, he's been speaking to our colleagues at CNBC in the United States. That's on the business channel over there. And he's just said that he is serious about buying Arsenal from the Cronkers, and he's already secured the funds needed to complete that deal. This is the very first listen on British TV. Here it is. I've been an Arsenal fan since I was eight years old. Arsenal is my team. I love the history. I love the players. Uh, and of course, I love the fans. So as I look at that, I just see a tremendous opportunity to set a real vision for the club to bring it back to its glory. And I want to establish trust with fans and I want to engage the fans again. So. To answer your question, I'm very serious. Um, you know, uh, I have secured the funds for it, and I want to uh, bring a what I think is a very compelling offer to the owners, and I hope they hear me out. Uh, Daniel, they don't seem to be interested in selling, though. And unlike a public company where there's other things you can do to conceivably pressure them, here I suppose it's only the fan base, but, you know, they've made it clear we're not sellers. Yeah, but you know, as I started out saying, I've been a fan for 30 years uh, of this club, and I uh, certainly didn't expect that this would happen overnight, uh, and I'm prepared that this could be a long journey. But you know, all I can do is prepare what I think is a very thoughtful offer and bring it to them and hope they hear me out. Well, one of the things that uh, they're saying is that they're not interested. That, to me, sounds like an opening offer. <laughs> uh, you have a lot of cash. You are the fan owner everyone wants to see an owner who identifies with the fans i don't want to slam the uh the crunkies too much but they own a lot of teams and it seems like this is just some asset for them and nothing real particular doesn't that gall you doesn't that make you feel angry well, you know, I just focus on the club, I focus on the fans, and I focus on trying to bring the club back to glory. And as you said, I'm first and foremost a fan. That's the most important uh, thing for me, and I want the club to do better. That's my primary interest.
me ask you a question, Dr. Umar. Are you totally against interracial relationships? I am totally against it, and I want to make sure you understand why. Mm -hmm. It's not because... <laughs> Cut it out, Envy. <laughs> Cut it out, Envy. Don't do that, Envy. I'm, I'm going to have a serious conversation. We have a name for it. I, I want... We have a name for it. Okay. The snow bunny crisis. Okay. I am against the snow bunny crisis. And I want your white listeners to understand. Because people be trying to say stuff like... Uh, He's the black Hitler. I'm not the black Hitler. I am I am in no way interested in hurting or harming the life of any human. White, Asian, Chinese, I believe in respecting everybody. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm against interracial marriage, Envy and Charlemagne, is because marriage is an economic contract. It's an economic contract. Most women do not marry down in status. They marry up. And if you don't believe me, show me a rich white woman married to a broke-ass black man. Have you ever seen a rich white woman marry a broke-ass black man? No, you have not, and you never will. Because marriage ain't about love, it's not colorblind, and it is totally economic. So if marriage is an economic unification and a contract, how can we, who don't have enough already, give so much to the white woman and to white people who have already taken too much when we got all these black women out here who will never get married. Only one out of every four black women in America will ever taste marriage. And half of them who taste marriage will be divorced within five years. If you want to save the black family, if you want to save the black family, you have to protect it. And in order to protect it, you have to be against interracial marriage. You can't say, I love the black family, but I don't have a problem with interracial marriage. Interracial marriage is eliminating the black family because it is not providing our women with enough uh, available and able black men to be their husbands. So you're so it's not just white. It's not just white women. You just feel white women, Asian, everybody. everybody. Nobody should be marrying out the race because there's political consequences, DJ Envy. I'll give you one right now. Naomi Osaka. Am I saying her name yes. right? The tennis sister. Mm -hmm. Naomi mm -hmm. Osaka, yes. Naomi, I love the sister, right? She knocked off the greatest of all time, the GOAT, in Serena. But guess what? Who is she representing in the upcoming Olympics? Is she representing Haiti? No. She representing Japan. So here you have a half African sister excuse me, an African sister with, because there's no such thing as half African, our genes are dominant. So you got an African sister with a Japanese mother, and instead of going back home to your father's blood, Haiti, to represent the Africans in Haiti, you're instead going to represent the Japanese who've never done anything for black folks and are part of the trilateral commission with the American white power structure. But who taught her to play tennis? Did her Japanese mother teach her to play tennis? Or did her black Haitian father teach her to play tennis? Her black Haitian father taught her to play tennis. It's the African DNA. It's the African ancestors in that girl that's responsible for her tennis success. But instead of representing us, she's going to go represent the Japanese. Well, I, This is what you got to deal with I, when you make mixed-race African children. I think her case is a little different, Why? though, because she identifies fully as a black woman. She definitely does. So if you identify fully as a black woman, Charlamagne, why is she not representing Haiti? I get it, but that's a little asterisk. Because if no, she, it's not she, an she no, because she's putting her money in the black causes, she puts her money in the black organizations. She got a black boyfriend, like she, she, and she, and she stands you, up for, she stands up for black causes. Do you see what Haiti going through? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. You know what? I don't even know if Haiti got a tennis team, so I don't know. To be honest with you, they don't have to have one. She will win the whole thing. But here's the point: 
If you look at the political situation that America and France has Haiti in, that they've been in since the Haitian Revolution of 1791, if you look at the fact that the children are being raped, robbed, stolen by whites, if you look at the fact that America and France have sabotaged the Haitian economy and the Haitian society, if Naomi was to represent Haiti one time, she can go back and represent Japan next time. But if she was to represent Haiti just one time, it would shine a light on all the injustices that the U.S. government and the French government are inflicting upon yeah. our brothers and sisters in Haiti, and it will demand from the international community some answers and some changes. She has a chance to almost rescue an entire nation of people, and she won't do it because I'm she not won't say that. to the Japanese blood. Then why is she not doing it, brother? I, I'm not I'm not saying she hasn't, to be honest with you. I'm she pretty, hasn't what? She's, she not represent Haiti? She has not represented Haiti, but, and, but she speaks out against so many black issues. She probably has spoken on Haiti. I don't know. Charlemagne. But I, not, but, I, but I do see her speak out a lot in regards to black issues. Okay, but until she speaks out for the Haitians and until she do something uh, significant for her father's people who are responsible for the talent that she got, her father's people, her father who taught her how to play tennis in the first place, if it wasn't for a Haitian father, Charlemagne, she wouldn't be in that position. Show love to Haiti. The point that I'm trying to make. L look that up, Dan. I'm asking the white man to look I something got you. up. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure she, I, I think I'm pretty sure I've heard her speak out against that. But the point that I'm making is if she represented Haiti mm -hmm. in the Olympics, here's what I'm saying, Charlamagne. You can't take a small, soft act of activism and try to use that to replace a major significant act of activism. You understand, mm -hmm. saying, making one or two news bites during the uh, context of a press conference is not the same as representing the Republic of Haiti on the international stage. Even if she says something, I don't care about that. You had a so chance what, what, to represent the people who are responsible for you being who you are, and you chose not to do it. I'm not knocking her. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of her. I want to be clear. I'm not knocking my sister. In fact, I would probably have more criticism for a father because I want to know what you put in that little girl that has a run into Japan instead of Haiti to represent them in the Olympics. Here's the point I'm making. When you have mixed-race African children, these are the types of issues you're going to have to deal with because until African people born, get out of situation. She was born in Osaka. She was born in Osaka. So, that, that's, so that's why she has to play for them. Can I ask you a question, Envy? Yes, sir. If a white, if a European Jew is born in Africa and he plays tennis, is he going to represent Africa or is he going to represent Israel? Probably Israel. Thank you. So it ain't got nothing to do with where you're born. It's where your loyalty is. And until black people get organized, fellas, many of our mixed race children are going to identify with the other race because they doing better than we well, are. Well, maybe, maybe she'll hear this and take, 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 take what you're saying I'm into sure consideration. I'm sure she will. Yeah, I'm yeah. not knocking her. I just want y'all to show. I just want y'all to see it does not benefit the black community to be having all these mixed race babies who are not loyal to us. I have nothing against mixed race. They are be... fully African, in my opinion. I was going to ask you that. What do you think? I have of the... no problem with a okay. mixed race African. I judge all black people. I don't care if you're from Africa, because I'm a Pan-Africanist, so it's all one family for me. I don't care if you're in the Caribbean, Brazil, Europe, Australia, the continent, Canada. Two things. Two things. Are you biologically black? And are you psychologically black?
And when I say psychologically black, do you identify with your primary race? Naomi does. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So if you are psychologically black mm-hmm. and you are biologically black, I treat you no different. I don't care if you high yellow with green eyes or blue, black, purple. I don't get into this color game because I think part of the petty differences we have as a people is we over-accentuate this light skin, dark skin, nappy hair, straight hair thing too much, mm-hmm. and it's killing us. It's the blood. The first color on this flag is red, red for a reason. It's the blood that makes you African. So I would never mistreat a mixed-race African. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to make sure they understand you will not perpetuate the snow. Bunny crisis. <laughs> uh, uh, clap your hands, y'all. Clap your hands, y'all. You got Miles and Marseille. Y'all made me proud, real happy. You asked to come on this show, you know I said gladly. Acting entertaining so rashly. Actually, I might be y'all daddy. <laughs> Now, Nick, you're talented in the most things that you're doing. I played your song at my game and the crowd started booing. Whoa. Yeah. That's because they couldn't hear it. That's because they couldn't hear it. Hey, yo, St. John, you already lost this shit. What kind of gangster walks around with some frosted tips? <laughs> now, I know you something soft. You look like Offset. If Cardi B ever cut him off. Ooh, Ooh talk your shit, Justina. They told me I'ma do this. I ain't wanna be in a rush. I got a call on the phone and told me I better hush. I said, hold up, I might take a drink. You know that I'm a lush. But who knew the Rosa Parks made it off the bus? Oh, damn, he started firing. Why Naima get hit? She wasn't bothering nobody. Innocent bystander. Hey, hey, Cassini, <laughs> step up here. Me and Miles, me and Miles, we just got one question to ask you. Look, you ready? Look, we know the little kids adore you. But how am I 15 and I got a mustache before you? (laughs) (laughs) Come here, E-Man. I need a clap. Come on. Here's a message from me. You look just like the count from Sesame Street. One, two, three, four, five, six. Emmanuel, you sound like this. Hey, yo, DJ Direct. Uh-oh. May you kindly remove the instrumental, please? Just let him take your shit right there. Actually, he's going to to listen to me. I'll go conceited. I said, Damn. you wearing an orange vest, but ain't a man. You have to go on your tippy toes to shake my hand. You out here looking like a construction worker in Legoland. And you wearing a bulletproof vest is dumb. Who's going to shoot Nick's son? The only thing that ever shot you was the honey I shrunk the kid's gun. And I don't... And I don't like that Nick cat. Your last song, four minutes, I can't get back. I'm gonna tell my kids this was Eminem's response to your whack-ass diss track. Jawan was talking a lot of Came at the boss, dog. I can't believe you tried it. Something inside you don't make you want to work for a black man. It's all good, you fight. 
Yo, DJ D-Rex! You want more Wildin' Out clips? Make sure you click right here. Here. You'll see. Right here. Here. And also make sure you subscribe to the new YouTube channel. Right here. Right here. Play I'm talking about. Just good hustle. What is Kevin Love doing? I don't He's just batting it at. My goodness. Yeah, just. That's hard. Yeah, I think he was. Where we at, where we at, dog? Where we at, where we at? Where we at, where we at, dog? Where we at, where we at? We had to go out and get it to make sure home is copacetic. Where we at, where we at, dog? Where we at, where we at? Hey, where we be at? Stacking bags, we be ass talk. Are you pulling up, Aquias? Are you pulling up, Aquias? 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 When you hit me up, say less. For the cash, I'll be there in a flash. In a flash. Get the cash till the star crash. Hey, where we be at? Stacking bags, we be ass talk. Are you pulling up, Aquias? Are you pulling up, Aquias? Aquias? We had to go out and get it. 